Friday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Matt. There it is. More XDB. It's Friday night in Phoenix. Corbin in the building. The Absolute Geek Podcast. Welcome everyone, it is definitely Friday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. I like how you act like a fucking jackass when I'm here, but when I'm not here, it's, um, oh, we're live, and it's Friday night, we're Phoenix, and, um, I'm Kyle, and how's it going, guys? Well, what's what's going on? What's, how have you guys been this week? Introduce yourself, fellas. Introduce yourself, fellas. (laughs) He was an accommodating host, man. Yeah. (laughs) You did a great job on that, though. That was. Yeah. <laughs> it is a lot more fun to tease and fuck around when you're here, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think last week, I think I actually did the intro as Matt, didn't I? I think, yeah, well, well last episode I wasn't there, right? I think I did that. I no, think it was. Yeah, it was, we're live. Oh, shit. Are we live? Like, <laughs> we're live. What you drinking, Kyle? Um,. Truly hard seltzer pineapple. Live in yes. Phoenix. It's Friday night. And you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. Yep, sure are. I'm Kyle. I'm Solo Woogie. You can call me Flipside Kyle. Uh, I'm 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 Corbin, as always, y'all. In the uh, building. Always, y'all. In the building. It's a nice uh, webcam you got there, Corbin. Really? What's wrong? Yeah. You are fixed. 2001 wants it back. Yeah. (laughs) You're super pixelated, bro. You look like you're in chat roulette. You look like you're about two seconds from your camera panning down to just sitting there with fucking no pants on. Like Kyle probably is right now. He's fucking uh, like this. Grizzle Geek says the guest elevated the show. Yes, thank you for uh, thank you for Grizz, Mike, and uh, Travis for filling in for me last week, and thank you for to, look at that. Uh, it takes two people to fill in for Matt. Sam for I'm filling in for me the week before. I'm Matt. I am special. I am it Matt. Take, it takes two people to fill in for me. No, can one can for me and one for Corbin. Last Let's week. address the elephant in the room. Yes, what? What elephant? What the? Why are you dressed up like the penguin again? Because it's fucking Halloween, bro. Okay. Oh, here. Tomorrow I wasn't is Halloween. Sure if that was the reason, or if there I'm was. I'm the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think I can see me now. Yeah, I can see you. Good. I had to go on YouTube to watch myself to see that I know what y'all were talking about. <laughs> That is so little pixelated. Not as bad as it was, though. I don't know what it is. And you're you're dressed up as as Luke Cage. Uh, yeah, Luke, Luke Cage. Luke bandana. Yeah, twenty twenty Luke Cage. I can dig it. I'm behind there we it. Go. Hey, looking at you laying down. Hey, thank you, Chad. That's how it is. That's how we do it. We're hey, just trying you? to get that podcast money, like Matt. What, what up, Missy? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
penguin, a unibomber, Luke Cage. I guess that makes me a well-groomed mountain man. I am dressed up a, as a well-groomed mountain man. It makes you a fucking dick. Nah, you're you look like my testicles. I guess I could be a hairy cowboy. However you want to look at it. That's true. I can barely stand either. <laughs> Um, so so Matt's testicles are bald on top and hairy on the bottom. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and With the, I really want to see. The, the pubes, the pubes yeah, the pubes hang off really low because I don't I don't manscape, so the razor got like, it looks just like the razor head. got got dull halfway through. I mean if you want a if you want a true depiction of, of what it looks like, it's it's probably like my face, the big long shaft and the tiny little Stupid. <laughs> is, that, is that like a dick mullet? Yeah, it's a dick mullet. You're right. <laughs> it's it's all business on top and then party on the bottom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Braided. Oh shit! I There's a lot of partying on the bottom for Matt. I lost my monocle. What's up, guys? How you guys been? How's uh? How's your week? Shit. It took was it me or was this week just fucking forever? Forever. Mine was you pretty said it quick. Mine was pretty quick. Maybe it was like there was two Mondays and fucking three Tuesdays and then yeah. one and a half Wednesdays. I'm like, fuck, it ain't even Thursday yet? Damn. Yeah. It was it's all It's all downhill now, boys, because it's the holiday season. We got a couple weeks till fucking Thanksgiving and then Christmas. One bright spot. Mm -hmm. Crazy. True. Well, next week I gotta get past that. But one bright spot was dodgeball. Did you go play this week? I did. It was I seen actually some, some video clips out there on. Uh, was yeah, that on it was Sam and or Tyler from Couch Countries this time. Maybe it was on Facebook. Someone got some that. video tape of uh, some Colorado yeah. in action. Oh man, you know you know what I have to do what I do. No, I spent more time on the sidelines again. But it was fun. It was good. Like I said, it was Sam and uh Tyler from Couch Crunchers and some other guys and like so, Tyler's a micro when it comes to the to the to I got dodgeball. I got questions. You got questions, I may have answers. I got dodgeball questions. Okay, let's hear watching the video. Uh -huh. I would have had them before and asked Sam while he was on here. But now that I've seen the vid the vid vid video can can you bounce the ball with said ball? Yes. And you're not out because it didn't hit, hit you. It hit the ball. Dude, yes. they, they proved okay. that in the dodgeball, a true underdog story. So if the ball hits your hand while you're holding the ball and you're out of the way, you're still in? You're still good? If it hits your hand, then you're out. Right, say I'm holding the ball. The ball's coming at me. I bump Chet the ball away, and yes. it hits like my finger. It's not, right a, it's not a, a regular occurrence at that If it's mostly the ball, you'll be fine. He's always got balls um, coming yeah. at his if it's in my, If I have the ball deflected and I'm missing it, it's the back of my hand. Even though I'm holding the ball, I'm out. And it's so hard. Like someone broke his hand, his finger uh, playing um, this past Wednesday. So you are out. If you deflect it and you it hits any part of hit, your hand. Yeah, exactly. Like it has to get ball. Like if it gets ball and like let's say a finger's on some of the ball and it gets something, okay, fine. That's that's fine. But like Chad likes fingers on his ball. Fuck oh, yeah, I do. Anyway, 
Only if the it hits, if it hits hands, then then it's out. So that's okay. why. But it's been good. It's been it was fun. Question it was a lot two. Of, yes, sir. Now that oh. I got that clarified. Question All right. Two. Let's get it. Why ain't none of you motherfuckers catching the ball? Because if you catch the ball, the other dude's out, right? So why don't it you so catch the ball? It is so damn hard to catch it. Like, when I try, it just bounces off my arms. Like, and the way they're throwing it, it got some velocity. It was like, pow, pow. Like, I hit a kid in the nuts last time. And, like, it hurt. Yeah, it's on video. It's on slow-mo on the video. Oh, okay. Well, I, the point I, being, I, but, I, like, I, when I do it, it popped. or almost hit a dude upside the head. Wednesday, but like it has a lot more. I don't know what I was expecting. I guess I thought there were bigger balls that I could really get my hands on. Bigger balls. No, no, no. I on your chin. <laughs> okay. All right. I just oh, wondered. Yeah. I thought that might be the case, but I thought I'd clarify. Question three. All right. Fuck, aren't you guys using the official red rubber ball that stings like a motherfucker when you get hit in the face? Like, that's the ultimate. That's the dodgeball ball. Like, if you're not playing with those balls, I kind of feel like you might be cheating a little bit. Well, yeah, if you don't get thing, that iconic, like... like, like court, so, like, the the court is like, yay, Every time you play big. with someone else's balls, it's kind of awkward. And I don't different. know. If you don't get that, that authentic, like... The face. If you don't get but that authentic like, twang when you hit somebody with it, it's not, it's not the same. Eh, I don't want to get knocked unconscious when I play. I just want to have some fun. You guys are just a couple dudes out there throwing around some volleyballs. You're two that, steps away from being fucking Goose and Maverick and Top Gun and playing in a volleyball shirtless. Never saw that, but I will take your word for it. You never seen Top Gun? Wow. wow. No. Is that the new movie Tom Cruise is in? Oh, my God. <laughs> Came out, what, last year or something? I didn't watch it. <laughs> Didn't it come out last year? I'm going to look it up. It came out last year or something. Top Gun came out in the 80s, bro. Wait, what? No. Yes, Top Gun came Top out Gun. in the 80s. Oh, Shit, that's, no. no, it hasn't come out yet. Top Gun Maverick. That's, that's the sequel. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Top Gun 1986. Goddamn millennials, what dude. Was what that? the that horrible fuck? song that was with it? Every, Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. Yeah, some Danger Zone. Wait, the Batman's in it? That was way before he was the Batman. He was the Iceman before he was the Batman. Yeah. I gotta check this out. I've never heard of Jim Morrison, pre-fucking Batman. The problem's not your flying, Maverick. It's you. You endanger everybody out there. That's right. Unpredictable. Dude. Okay, well, there you go. I haven't seen Top Gun. Fuck. How are you not arrested? Right. Right. I mean, I just, I don't know. I keep my nose clean and in a book. Take a look. Yeah, I never heard of that. Crazy. Interesting. Wow. Wow. Top Gun 1986. That is some. Only one of the greatest movies ever made. Um, no, that's reserved for Lion King, Good Burger, and Inception. Oh, my Some rough dude, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Lion King. I'll give you Lion King, but I, I'm not going to go Good, Good Burger, Burger is a cult classic 
almost to the point of being a masterpiece. Oh and Inception, God. that's just a personal favorite. All right, all right, all right. Anyway, okay. right. keep it moving. All right, okay. All right, all right, all right. I get it. My bad. <laughs> good burger. Yikes. Good burger. Good you it is. Good no, it, Good Burger is a good movie for its time. Thank you. For Nick Nickelodeon. Movie's fucking stupid. It is now by today's standards, yes. Are you kidding me, Kyle? Have you ever watched Good Burger? Yeah. Good Burger. It's the home of the Good Burger. Good Burger. Where Can they want to take, take your, your order. order. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there's, a, there's a movie called Good Burger? Yes, yes. and you need to watch it. Keenan Thompson, Kel Mitchell, like 1997. It's a classic. It, how do you watch Top Gun and not watch Good Burger? Easy. Yeah, it's very Funny. easy. <laughs> I like entertainment. <laughs> well, you haven't had entertainment until you've seen Good Burger, and then you have to hear about his competitor, Mondo Burger. That might be an incorrect Ooh. statement, Corbin. Grizzle Geek <laughs> says, Good Burger, Corbin, I swear you test me every episode. <laughs> Thank you. He's over there Hulk smashing the shit out of his computer right now. I can't get your back on this one, Corbin. You're jumping in a ring all by yourself. Like, you're looking at... You got Grizz, you got me, you got, like, we're, nobody's, you're in the corner by yourself, like, Good Burger, and we're like, you need to watch the Good Burger trailer. I've never in my life said that one of their top three movies is Good Burger. Never. (laughs) Good Burger, Lion King, Inception, Batman Forever. And then Inception? he's trolling Inception. now. He's just trolling. I am trolling with Batman Forever. It's in the top 10, though. That's not a lie. But I am trolling oh. with it being in my top four. That's not true. But those first three I mentioned, yeah. This is, this is why we're going to die in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's going to be okay. All right. This, 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 this is, is, this this is, is the shit. <laughs> China wants to nuke us. They're yeah. just like, say it, motherfucker. This is why it. we're going to crash and yeah, burn. The, the third time Carbon goes, Batman forever. Top 10, dude. It's it, dude. <laughs> Listen, fucking pull I, the plug. I defend that anytime. Anytime. Like, it's a decent movie. I get people panic, but you can't look at the narrative. Look at the, all around you. It's all controlled this, by the this narrative. This fucking show started with. I've never seen Top Gun and has led to Good Burger, the top 10 movie of all time. Listen, it's a cult classic that's timeless. No, no, it's not. Yeah, Good Burger is not a cult classic. Whatever you think the definition of cult classic is, you're 100% wrong. I'm gonna look. I'm a, here. Here. Okay. We're, we're gonna go here today. This is, this is a Friday it, night. It might be a cult classic, but I got a feeling that cult's drinking cool. Clerks is a cult classic. Mall Rats is a cult classic. Um, SLC Punk is a cult classic. Evil Dead is a cult Evil Dead is a cult classic. Yes. Toxic Avenger is a cult classic. Fucking typically a movie or a book that is popular or fashionable in one particular group or section of society. Good Burger fits okay. the belt. No, it doesn't. Because it yes, wasn't. It, it does not. I'm telling you, Kyle. I am telling you. Okay, that's fine. You, look, look at if you ask Keenan okay. Tom Mitchell, what's the defining role of their career? They're gonna all that them. or the Keenan and Kel show. I don't think Good Burger <laughs> is going to be the answer. <laughs> 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 all that it was like segment on all that that became so good it had its own movie. 
Did you know that, Matt? Yes, I did know that. I used to watch all that. I grew up in the in the nineties, Corbin. I thought you grew in the eighties with Top Gun. No, I was like, I was born in eighty five. Oh. Dude, with the, with the twenty three million dollars it made. But I've I've seen Top Gun. <laughs> okay. Well, at least y'all don't argue about the Lion King. We're good. We all agree on that one, at least. Oh, for no. God's sake, the Lion King over Are Little Mermaid? Come on, dude. Little Mermaid was way better Toy than Lion King. I, I gotta give it to Toy Story. Toy Story was oh. my jam. Aladdin. Aladdin had great songs. In no, it. it's fucking Lion Robin King. Williams, his and portrayal in fucking it's Aladdin was top now, now we've progressed to and arguing then... about Disney movies. <laughs> Sky High. Sky High was a sleeper movie. Sky All right, High you're done. Decent. You're done now. You're hey, done I'll, here. I'll give you Sky High. Sky High was Thank a good you. movie. Thank you. Okay, there you are. I watch Thank it you. every time it's on, dude. It's just it was a decent movie. flick. It is. It really is. Zoom with All Tim right. Allen. That was the mo- that was some trash. Nah. That was. Oh, did you see? see the new movie with? Uh, it's not new. That movie with Kevin Smith. Um, he barely played a role. But what's it called? Max Blasters or something. No. One second, I'm gonna look this up. It just came out. Anyway, it's gotta be was, better than Good Burger. Holy fuck! Really the Last Starfighter. That's a good movie. Go. The yeah. Princess Bride. That's yeah. a good movie. That's one of the greatest okay. movies of all time. Right behind Lion King. The, 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 the Princess it, Bride has like everything. Are you kidding? That's Disney movies. Is not even. That's not even top. Okay, maybe top ten. Are you still okay? Most lists, I'm looking. Most lists have it at number six. That's a little low, but I'll take it. That's a little. Oh my god! So no Lion King. Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, then the Lion King, then the Little Mermaid, then the Princess and the Frog, rounded out by the Mighty Ducks. Oh, oh my god, dude! Migraine, okay, right. <laughs> dude. This is. I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Yeah, check out if you haven't seen Lion King, check it out. We're, by the way, you know I'm not talking about the everybody's episode, seen right? Lion King. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> everybody's seen like, Lion King, dude. No, there's no, no checking it out for the first time, dude. Everybody's seen that shit. Dude. No, the 1995 one, not this new one. With that's with what I'm talking about, dude. It's that, ever, that low? Everybody's seen the original Lion King, dude. Everybody, dude. And you had it that low. Oh, dude, it doesn't even come. That's not even in even, my top 10. It's not even in my top 50. Mufasa means nothing to you. Uh, not I'll a goddamn it, thing. It may be. It may be. It may be number 11. <laughs> no, dude. That's Remember. Go fuck, dude. Maybe number 11. No. Maybe. It doesn't even crack the top 50. Whoopi Goldberg, Matthew Broderick, Jeremy Irons. I mean, come on, guys. This is an all-star cast. I give a fuck about any of those guys in the movie. The soundtrack was amazing. The cinematology was just... Cinematology? Yep. I Cinematography. What fucking soundtrack? Cinematography. Cinematography. Akuna Matata is a better song than Kiss the Girl. Hey, it is a wonderful phrase. Or under the sea. I mean, those songs fucking they kill Akuna Matata. And this is why we're gonna crash and burn in two weeks. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
So you know it's so you know something cool that's been going on, dude. I have been mass reading my. Com- I'm trying to catch up on on all my back issues of comics. I am here, that Kyle. Dude, I read I read the from I read Punchline all the way up to issue 99 of Batman last night. Dude, I had insane Batman dreams last night. Insane Gotham City dreams last night, and I read. Um, I read um, Joker War, or I read what? What? Well, just just for you, Corbin, so we could have a discussion. I told Kyle that he needed to read three Jokers before the show tonight. I read all three of them. I even, I even, I only had issues one and three, and I drove to the comic book store after work, and I picked up issue two, and I came back, and I had read issue one during the day, and then I read issues two and three. All the way to the point, I had just finished issue three when Matt said the sent the link out for us to join the stream yard. Wow. So, yep. And I have, so next is, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is my goal for the weekend. This is my weekend goal is um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I got like two more issues of Batman and then I'm caught up. And then wow. I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna read um, seventy to seventy five of Nightwing, and then I'm gonna catch up on Flash, oh. and then I'm catching up on Venom. So I have everything stacked up in my room in the order of which I'm gonna read everything. I think you should reevaluate your priorities there. Who you? Dude, that's no, a, those are the best priorities. No, 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 no. I'm saying like your order. I think you should definitely go Venom before see, Nightwing. See, I'm reading. I'm going to read Nightwing after Batman because it's going to continue the Joker War. Yeah, seventy to seventy-five is the tie-ins to the Joker War, and then I think I have almost all the tie-ins to it. And then Flash is just because I love Flash. Oh. I have to read that next. How is flat? I mean, so what's been what's been the best thing you've read so far? He wouldn't know. He hasn't fucking read it, dude. I'm catching like up. Six man. I just said so busy. Not. I just but man, you know man, what? Man, this... I said what's the best thing he's read so far? I know he's not, but up to this point, what has he enjoyed? Thor. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I need to read. I need to get caught up on Thor. I need to I get just, on that too. I'm, I'm so far behind in fucking books. I'll. I couldn't get caught up if I tried. You just have to pick a jumping on point. I dude, I'm behind in Thor, the Vader, Bounty Hunters, fucking Venom, fucking Venom. Immortal Hulk, Daredevil. I'm behind in all Spawn. I'm behind in all of it. But Rebirth has made me like the biggest Flash fan. I've become a huge Flash fan since Rebirth. Since like the first issue of Rebirth, which sucks because the Flash sucks now. I've heard it really went down. Flash has gone down the shitter. So I'm I'm I have eight. I'm about eight or nine issues behind. So I'm hoping to let everybody know by next Friday. I haven't even been able to fucking read my Back to the Future Transformers yet. Yeah, that's probably one you could just skip anyway. (laughs) This is actually a big a big week for comic books though because. We had the last Ronin, which we're going to talk about a little bit. Um, but let's let's talk a little Mikey! bit. Of, let's talk a little bit about Joker War. Like Corbin and I kind of talked about it today, or not Joker War, but uh, Three Jokers. 
Corbin mm-hmm. and I have kind of had a discussion about it. I'm I'm kind of interested to hear hear your take on it, Kyle. Yeah, Dude, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll start with this right now. You open the first four pages of three jokers of book one. Yeah. And dude. Yeah. It hooks you like, like nothing I've read in a long time. When you sit there and he's sitting there with Alfred and he's got, and he just gotten stabbed and he's, they're going over all of his scars Mm -hmm. of the timeline of just him battling. You're just like, it doesn't even really need words. Cause you're like, yes, yes. Yeah, it and and, you know, and and I would say anybody that hasn't done a lot of back reading of like Batman and stuff, this story kind of gives you a a pretty good synopsis enough that to have a conversation about everything like past with Joker and Batman and and um, Red Hood and. Barbara, and if you've never read those, you have like you get like this condensed version enough to know what's going on. It's actually a really good jump on, even though it kind of goes in a weird direction. But even though when you finally figure it out, you go fuck off, Jeff Johns. Yeah, yeah, which is Um, yeah, yeah. But like the first two books, though, I'm gonna say, man, like I was like. This is some of the best storytelling. I loved it. And then, like, you could... I don't know if he ran out of fucking ideas or they were like, it only has to be three books. And he was like, all right, I'm just going to fucking cheese this shit up and end it. I don't know. But the first two books were amazing. You didn't You didn't have a problem with Barbara Gordon basically sleeping her way through the Bat family now? Yeah. <sighs> Tell me how you thought about it. Because, but, uh... but she really didn't sleep her way through it. It's not like... They slept together in the book. They just, she just like. But they implied a relationship between the two, and it even okay. hits at no, it. In no, the no, final no, no, no. I, I have a question. They, they I have a question. They didn't imply a relationship. They implied that that he has feelings for her. She doesn't have the same feelings for him. But oh, the only reason they kissed was more of a, we are here for you. Well, More because of a, Gordon I says, I have an issue. Hold on, Chad. Gordon says, I have an issue with you and that Jason Todd guy. And she basically says, fuck off, Dad. Yes. The the grizzled man in the, in the lower corner. So he's got an outfit that stops bullets, but Alfred has a pair of scissors that can cut the suit off? Sure. Is that... Is that- what I'm my jest is that what I'm Batman getting? Batman has all of his bases covered. Don't fucking question Batman. Right. You're kind of setting yourself up. You're, you're you're bed up. You're beat up. You're stabbed. The last thing you want to do is take shit off. I mean, he's got. You know, I'm just. They're bat scissors. stops bullets. I, I, I don't think your regular shears are going to. But I'm just just question. Just question. But I I, I I do like the artwork. The artwork is pretty. It's probably the only cool thing I like about the book. The Grizzle, about- Grizzle Geek says HR told me I can't kiss people to support them. <laughs> Fair enough. But I mean, like the end of book one, man. If you're not hooked and like, holy shit, I have to read book two by the end of book one, then there's no reason for you to even keep reading. 
Do you, but do, like, you, do you kind of see where I was getting that whole thought process that Jason Todd might be the new Joker moving forward in DC Comics? And that but he's not going to be. No, they, I know they, he's not. He's now that you've read the – right. But after you read for book one and they're talking about making the perfect Joker, you kind of start getting those those vibes a little bit. Once they really got into it in book three, that's when I was like, fuck off. Like – I see what you're saying about them kind of explaining. And I don't want to talk about cutting the bat suit off anymore, Court. The, the back, the backstory. I, I think you're, that's cool. I like the way they did that. You're totally right. The first few pages, yeah, when they're yeah. explaining all the scars and stuff, yeah. it's cool because it's like it's you're just like hell yeah, it's it's just it's fucking cool. And there's yeah. not a lot of words. There's, you know what I mean. It it in pictures speak of you know volumes, and it did. Like, if you weren't, like, hell yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, after, like, three pages, I was like, fuck yeah, Jeff Johns. Like, Jeff Johns, I, I loved him and hated him in a matter of three books. Because he does what Jeff Johns does best and fizzles out at the end. Yes. But it seems like, but honestly, it seems like that's what most writers do now. These days, like, we, but why? We say that, I don't know, we say this more often than not. Fizzled out, fizzled out, fizzled out. But you know who's, well, you know who's kicking ass, dude. That Batman run, dude, is kicking ass, dude. Wait, wait, wait. Which one? The one with Tanya? Batman, right now? Yes. In what universe? Whoa, Kyle, bro. One second. Where he's where he's lost his fortune and and Lucian. Yeah, dude. That. Now I'm giving you a headache. <laughs> Joker War was the biggest waste of time. Dude, the, I, I, dude I'm, up, I'm up to 99, dude, and so far, I like it. I don't know what happens that makes it shit a bed, but... Well, like, here, here's the clue. Nothing. Like, uh, that's what I'm saying, Kyle. Everything that is building up to, you're not getting a payoff. And I don't, I'm not, I don't even mean to spoil it, but you'll see when you read it. Like, like that's what I think was annoying. It, it built up. I didn't, it wasn't until around 98, 99 that I set and was like doing the math on when the storyline had to end and i was like wait a sec this this isn't gonna work like if they were gonna start their whole you know the the, the climax of it and the deceleration it was winding up for this big climax and then i was like oh wait a sec no it's not punchline's already out of the way oh damn and and then that's what we got you well, know what i mean and here's the other problem with this so they they did the joker war and the joker war is one of those storylines that it doesn't hold a lot of weight now. It's one of those storylines that's going to hold a lot of weight down the line. It's setting up for a payoff years in the making because now you're going to see Batman without his superpower, his biggest superpower, which is his, his billions. But, they really are going to have to cut the bat suit off with scissors. But now they're going to put that book on hold to go do the future wait minute, state, wait minute, wait that future state story for a couple of months. And then come back to this Batman story because now you're gonna jump into the future with a brand new person being Batman, and it's not Bruce Wayne anymore. Argumentative, I do not think that Batman's greatest asset is his money. I think it helps, but that's not his greatest asset. It's what it's his biggest superpower, man. No, he can't afford all those awesome little toys if he doesn't have money. Right? Doesn't matter. He's still if, a if Batman wasn't rich, he'd be kickass. Right, hundred percent, one hundred percent. If Batman wasn't rich, he would be kick ass. <laughs> I, I don't know. 
He's still the world's greatest detective, and he can still hide and lurk in shadows. He's still a freaking ninja. Hiding and lurking is free. I have have a theory. Let's hear it, Detective Corbin. Thank you. I've been, I've been muddling this over. No, it's actually spawning off a conversation I had with you, Matt, uh, before about this, the storytelling. I feel like because they're doing this more de- this more decompressed storytelling, that they don't actually know how to wrap it up. Like, the whole... I mean, we all know it's not really a theory in saying that they're writing for trades and not writing for, um, for story. Like, okay, this is the beginning and this is the end. No, we're going to do a... They're so focused on we have to fill 12 issues that they haven't really got the components of the story to actually get, okay, the beginning, then we have the established middle, and then we finally have the conclusion. And so we have all these big ideas with all this hype because you need to get people onto the books to get them to start reading, and you have these great artwork because I think both Batman with Jimenez and Three Jokers of Faybach, the artwork in it is just spectacular. But the writing is like they're writing for a long game, but it's not really a long game. It's just like they have to stretch it out so thin that the stories are, are barely stories. That's why you have in in um what's his face? Um I'm losing him now. The guy who wrote Three Jokers. I just had his name. Uh John's. Jeff Johns. In Jeff John's case, you have the artwork by Fabox that's like a movie that's taking up panels, you know, with no words. And then when you finally get words, it's leading off to like this really thinly worked out um, story. And I think that's why writers aren't writing to say, okay, we're trying to tell a great story with the clear beginning clear. And they're writing to fill in this issue quota. And the story is kind of going to fit around that. And I think that's what we're seeing. Because at the end of the day, we're getting all these storylines. I feel like with Tinian, he was in a tough space because he had to somehow simultaneously hype up this huge event for Batman and the Joker and yet neatly wrap it off for the potential handoff to John Ridley, right? And now that's not going to happen, but he was under the obligation to do so. And it's like, if you're going to go that big uh, uh, place, but you can't have any lasting ramifications, then what are you doing? And I think in that Joker Warzone book, or in that um, Warzone book that uh, Tinian had a story in, when Joker was talking to um Bane about oh killing Alfred for no reason whatever the case may be it almost felt like that's how Tinian probably felt because I feel like if he had had Alfred alive during the Joker Wars he would have killed Alfred and that would have been the big thing that got to have been done in this but he couldn't touch any bad family Batman at the end of the storyline had to be right back to where he was and somehow you had to hype people in so what did he do he made new characters but what he didn't do was give you like a full story and, and that's what I think most writers are are doing now, at least on DC side. Well, here's what I felt with Three Jokers. So, if correct me if I'm wrong, this this storyline started in just Scott Snyder's Justice League, right? Scott Snyder was the one writing Justice League when the whole throne thing happened and the whole Three Jokers thing was present was presented, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. they got this, and and it's like I told you, Corbin, Jeff John started writing this storyline, and about halfway through book two, somebody was like. Guys, this is a, the dumbest idea we've ever had. It's like once Dan Didiot was bounced in, it's like somebody finally stood up and goes, Three Jokers is the stupidest idea we've ever had. Once I figured out the three, like once they really explained the Three Jokers, I was actually pissed. Mm-hmm. Pissed. I was like, that's fucking bullshit. The criminal, the clown, and the comedian. That thing yeah. is cool. No, no, no. That is cool. I thought that was actually really cool. No, no. What I oh. thought was bullshit was how they made the three Jokers. Like, they took a person. 
and we're gonna and and we're trying to mold somebody to be well here's my thing if if this was such a i'm sorry i interrupted you Kyle. my bad no no you're cool go ahead no no i didn't no i didn't mean to i was just jumping off your point no i'm just saying like when i found like it would have been there had to have been something cooler to just do like oh you walk in there's a pool full of tries you know what i mean like like it like Oh, these are just the two that made it through the experiments. Fuck off. Are you fucking serious? Like, I don't know. Like, I was kind of bummed out. Like, I was I was expecting something cooler knowing that there was three jokers. I I wanted the backstory of it to be cooler. I liked the Joe Chill part was I liked the concept of why it was done though. Like See, when I Joker, think, I think Joe Chill was the Deus Ex Machina to get it back to where there's only one Joker, and to get a race away all that other three Jokers bullcrap. But I mean, I actually liked that Batman saves him. He fucking, you know, Joe took to apologize. You know what I mean? Like, and then I like the concept that the Joker did all of that. Spoiler alert: the Joker did all of that to help him with his deepest sorrow and so that he can fill that void and be the that dick instead of Joe Chill. I actually thought that was kind of a cool twist. Yeah, because it like eats at him that out of no matter who he hurts, he's killed his Robin. He's f- fucking crippled and maimed his his Batgirl. And no matter what he does, nothing eats at him like Joe Chill killing his parents. And then him getting, I mean, like, to me, like Jeff Johns, that's, that was genius to me. That was the, and then that once again, I was like, ha ha, Jeff Johns, I love you again. And then, and then you think about it again, you're overall, then you're like back to like, fuck off. You still, yeah. fuck, you still fucked me for like 80% of book three. You fucked me. Mm-hmm. It's like some style and, no substance or substyle and little substance. Like I wasn't blown away by the premise, and then I sure as heck wasn't blown away from the story. You know, but I, I don't know. So as for you know, well, okay, I'll do it. Three casuals and one super Batman fan. Why is it that the Killing Joke is always that ipso facto definitive return point for Batman stories? Why is it that, that everything's got to tie into Killing Joke? That post hurts. You want to go, Corbin? Go ahead. Go uh, ahead, why? the Batman fan. No, no, listen. I would never. I, I was a young, brash boy when I said that all those many months ago. <laughs> I have matured. <laughs> I, I've grown up and played me some dodgeball since then. And I, I have realized. So I guess we'll have to thank Sam for that. that. A man who has not seen Top Gun can also not claim to be the foremost Batman expert on a panel of absolute geeks. So I defer to you, Kyle. Rather you go first, and I'll take in your wisdom. I think the thing about the killing joke is, I think personally, it's it's a story <laughs> that nobody was ready for. Yeah, it was, and it was just done so well that I think it's an easy muse to refer back to, and it's so iconic and it's so ingrained in comic history now. 
that I think it's just an easy grab to, to pull from to start doing anything. It's just one of those points in a timeline where it's easy to to muse from. I I I mean, it's 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 a story that it's so compelling, Corbin. For oh, us, sorry, my internet froze. Okay, it's a story that I agree with you. You know, is it better now? Yeah, you're good. Better? Yes. Okay, you know it's weird. You said I froze, but on my end, you guys have froze, and I knew it was my fault. So I was like, "Let me wait." Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, I agree completely with Kyle. It's like they kind of see, "Oh, that's the iconic tale." Which here's my thing: if if that's the iconic tale, and 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 the the part that I like most about it is that it sort of kind of gives an origin story without actually giving an origin story. You know what I mean? So why do they have to go back and try to reinvent the world and try to go? Oh, this is the continuation of a masterpiece, but they won't do it for other classic Batman stories. No one touched Frank Miller Batman Dark Knight Returns. We haven't seen that. It's Only not that good. The original? It's not that good. All right. Bye. I, 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 it's, I, I it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> I'm just it's, kidding. It's good, but it's not. I don't think it's changed. It hasn't changed the course of Batman like the Killing Joke has. That's yes. true. And that's because they said in such a timeline, Batman got to stay Presley 33 or whatever. I'm, 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 I'm saying in terms of you have all these iconic tales, Gotham by Gaslight. Okay, I knew I was going to get some jokes. But the point being, I'm joking. I'll stop. I had to. It's obligatory. Okay, Kyle? But listen, what I'm trying to say is that they keep going. I just see a mushroom cloud now. They keep going to that one story. Why don't they go back and reinvent the origin of Ra's al Ghul and, and go down there or something? Or don't go, fuck go. What? Don't Why fuck, fuck that with up. perfection, man. You're fucking up the joke already. I don't see if you're gonna fuck up the joke at this point. The, the anyone's on the table. You're gonna take Batman's definitive villain, and in two times this year, you're gonna go and do a, a new different story with three Jokers and the quote unquote definitive Batman Joker showdown, and give us nothing with either of those, aside from decent artwork and some idea of a story. If you're gonna do that, take it and go to other classics. And that's what I'm thinking that Kyle's saying is that. The Killing Joke's a masterpiece, and everyone's brain just goes, we need to go back to that. Just like, what, two years ago, it was about Watchmen. We need to go back to that. Like, it's rather than... Just it's, it's easy things to latch on to. Exactly. Rather than in, 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 in make new changes, I don't know if that's editorial, or whatever the case may be, to go and make new stories, which further to build off of. Whether 5G would have been that or not, I don't know. But they seem to want to go right back to 1986, when all those books were done, and pull from that. You know, and I, you know I, I don't the actually mid 80s was a really good time for comics. Apparently, man. Well, time for living. We mean apparently. Well, I, I'm just looking at all the comics looking at it when I was talking, and it's like they have a bunch. I wish I was born in 1975. No, I don't. No, Why? I don't. That's the cool thing about comics is you just go back and read them. What, what, you what do you, you think? Born in 1975. <laughs> oh, hey, nothing, nothing, nothing against anyone born in 1975. What's wrong with 75? Nothing's wrong with 75. My mom was born in 1975. I didn't mean to say it. My mom was born in 75, so it just came to mind. I, I just wouldn't want to be 75 because then Your I'd be. Mom was born in 75? Yeah. She'll be 45 this year. She's not, she's 40. She's not, this is, her birthday hasn't happened yet. What? Old man rants. <laughs> what do you? What do you think, Chad? Father, right back. <laughs> Chad could be your daddy. Um, I My think Chad could be your daddy. I think that there was a lot of firsts 
that nobody had thought of with the killing joke and that's why it's so iconic it, it was really a new they pushed so many envelopes and boundaries with that book the artwork the stuff that they were putting in it the storyline the the violence the it's it it it's it's in my mind and i know this is gonna sound shitty because i know it's not right but it's not only my mind but a lot of people's mind it's it's a standalone book that also helps tell the big giant story that's out there you can just read that book and and still have a grasp of of batman and what's going on and what's the book's about and you can pick up the whole storyline without ever reading anything else, without ever dealing or talking or anything about anything else, and get the full story, but yet you can read all the other Batman stuff and still pick up that book and read it and feel like it is also, you know, canon or, or continuity in that. So I think that that's a, a real impressionable... That was really, in my mind, the first big time we saw that maybe not so much in other books but definitely in like batman um the story it was an easy read which made it very um attractive to a lot of people because of how easy it is to pick up and read it and be done with it and go oh wow that was fucking cool you know mm -hmm. um and i think that it's, it's kind of like the first time somebody shoots heroin, they call it chasing the dragon because they're always chasing that first eye because it felt so wonderful. <laughs> kind of like this book. This book was so wonderful. That's why we're seeing all the writers today and everybody today, and they're Drawing chasing out. that dragon. They're trying to chase. Let's face it. The Killing Joke is still outselling how many books. It still sells on the shelves today. Even even the younger audiences looking for that book and picking it up because it's it's that dragon. It's the one that I, I even you know Marvel has a lot of. It's the it's the last super ultra big bad that we really saw. I mean, as far as iconic, it, it's it's lifeless. Like it just keeps every generation keeps going to that book because it is so iconic. Do you think so, that's the book that deserves credit for launching the Joker into the stratosphere as far as like the sadistic clown prince of crime instead of like absolutely. the kind of I think campy, it's more solidified it. Yeah. yeah. It kind of took him out of out of your your what you see with your you know dad's or yours with the Cesar Romero camper campy Joker and solidified him into that psychopath. Yeah, absolutely. He made the, I mean, that was the book that really pushed him over the edge really was the first one to show his ultimate insanity. Season. I mean, you said that. Yeah. You said that right. Ah. Yep. There Good job, is. Chad. You there said that right. Good job, Chad. Yeah. I can't, can't say it more right than that. All right. All right. All right. But, I think it a says worth a thousand words, and that I mean, how many people would know? 
instantly what that image is. Yeah. It says a lot, though. I think Batman 525. Yeah, what? I'm sorry. It says a lot, though, for the state of DC Comics that we have a summer. Yes, I understand we had COVID and everything else that's going on in 2020, but we had a summer that was dominated by the Joker. And you're coming out of them with two stories that you're like, okay, they weren't very good. They were okay, but they weren't very good. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, again, I don't know what, if, if it was going on a way that, let's say, okay, Three Jokers is starting to look like a bad idea or Joker War is starting to look, you know, it's a mandate, but, you know, we're, we're having a problem here. Like, can we not scrap that? Can we not tone it down? Even if we can't scrap it and let's use the Joker. Let's not make it such a big event. Come on, you just had City of Bane where you said it was the biggest thing for Batman this year, yada, yada, yada. And then you go straight from that to a quote-unquote bigger against your arch nemesis for over 80 years. It, it was underwhelming. And you're right. In a year that is dominated by so much behind the scenes, I think stories, I don't think they have that excuse. In the day, like, your writing and, and the artwork, the, the artists came through. George Jimenez and, 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 and Fabok, they, they, they blew, they busted it out on both books. Like, they were, like, like Kyle said, opening up the first, what, nine, pa- the first three pages, first, what, 12 panels of, uh, three Jokers number one, that was great. It was almost movie in terms of like, like looking, like like that was amazing. Really? And then I had to read, and then I had to read the words, and then I was like, oh. And then Jimenez did his darndest on the Joker Wars between the way he had Batman the new suit punchline, like it was rendered beautifully. And then I had to read the story, and like, I don't know. So you, I, I'm not giving. You know, it's been a rough year for everyone. I'm not gonna get take the writers off the hook, regardless of situation for making a story that just didn't hook the readers in. I would have waited for this on trade personally, both books. And wouldn't you know it? What they'll be both on trade in February. So, so are you willing to admit that as much as you hate Tom King, that the War of Jokes and Roses was a much better story than Joker War? You really. <laughs> Wow. It was a good story, man. It wasn't a bad story. Yeah, yeah. But I, I haven't agree. finished Joker War, so I actually can't give a true... I can't wait until you do, though, Kyle. I'm going to have to message you. this. When are you going to be done with it? I should be all caught up by Sunday. I'll hit you up then, Sunday or Monday, because I want to get your thoughts. But anyway, um, to, to go to your just horrible question, Matt, Um, yeah, I can see that, too. Yeah, it was. Because Joker was so damn disappointing. But I didn't mind Tom King's writing, and I've said that a bunch of times. I like you it. have you've been a defender, not like like someone who goes out of his way to defend it, but like yeah, I have to mention Tom King at least once every time I mention Batman. But I was you, you can go back to like our old comic book reviews that me and Matt did, mm-hmm. and you can listen to us pine over Tom King. Really, we fucking yeah, dude, we gooed over him and his storylines for a while. We were. Wow. Matt was like, more, more. No, you know? sir. No, sir. We made fun of it more than anything. No, Batman, uh, Batman riding the plane it. through the city and how he, no. what was it? How he kept mines in a, in a pouch. Like, you're like, where the, what pouch is he keeping this big circular disc in? You know, like, <laughs> come on, man. But I think I'm not ready to write off Joker War yet because I think Joker War is going to be one of those storylines that it's going to be down the road it's going to have its payoff and it's going to be one of those stories that it it's going to change the status quo for Batman for the next couple of years but we'll see we'll see what happens but we we talked about about that a lot I want to talk about 
Last Ronin. Am I the only one here that read Last Ronin? You I got to say, but I didn't read it because I was trying to be prepared for the show. Look at you. you and I didn't read it. So, no. um, but, I mean, I know who the spoiler is. Matt spoiled it for me. I told you who it was you already. Sp- what? You spoiled it for me first. But yes, anyone, and I'm going to, and I no. laugh when I say this because along with, with this character, along with Noel, I said, I'm going <laughs> to laugh when people spec like this on crazy, like crazy, and it comes out that that's not the character. Is there was oh, so, so much spec that the last Ronin was Raphael. The last Ronin's going to be Raphael. Go pick up the Michelangelo Christmas special because it's got the first appearance of the last Ronin in it. Eh, wrong. <laughs> Last Ronan. Matt called it Michael fucking Angelo. And I think it's a fantastic idea. And I'm Dude, that so fucking, far behind it. All that spec just went. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it just crashed and burned. So it's if fucking, you went, just like we're going to do in two weeks. If you went out and you bought <laughs> any. Reference on that, bro. If you decided I'm going to get into spec oh, and the man. first thing you wanted to do was go spec Last Ronan and you bought all that tar- turtle stuff, you'd. I'm sorry. It hurts. I know Brian was grasping it strong. So hard. To the point where he was arguing a comma. Yes. He was arguing. (laughs) He was arguing grammar. Yes. (laughs) To to try to prove his point. Yes. That's why I had. That's why I wanted uh, Corbin the Librarian King to come in and just say, yes. Yes, Brian. That's proper grammar that they used in the comic book. <laughs> I, I, I was reading and I was like... <laughs> I can tell yeah. you, though, with this being the first time in a long time, you're getting a a Laird Eastman turtle story where they're actually working on it together. It's not disappointing. It, it Going right back to classic turtles with the violence, the blood... Yeah, there's a there's a point where my not where, pick up the Raphael Christmas special. Yeah, Michelangelo or Last Ronin gets so beat up that he and that he feels like a failure that he's about to commit seppuku and kill himself. So Shit. there's there's a lot of good stuff in this book if you're an old. How many did you buy, uh, Chad? <laughs> you bought three of the Michelangelo Christmas specials. Was it because you wanted them or because you were specking Last Ronin? Both, both, a little bit of both. Both, both. Yeah, I have, I have no problem buying ten fucking issues of TMNT. I don't give a fuck what's in it. I'll be hundred percent honest. Um, they do reference and they do show the last Ronin in that book. Um, the and it's Mikey. It is what it is. Whatever, but that <laughs> book, that book is gonna get harder to find. So. I found three. They were decent priced. Um, but it ain't me for the last Ronin spec. They're they're good quality grades. So, I mean, look at that Casey Jones first appearance. I still want that fucking book. I don't I know. Still that's want, Casey comma, Jones. That comma. Yeah. It's an odd I place for want, Who are you talking to, Mike? It's, it's a TMNT. So, here's my spec. You want to know my spec? If it has Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in it, go fucking buy the book. <laughs> Regardless, just go fucking. Regardless, buy it. you're not going to go wrong. It's TMNT. It's one of the. It's one of the biggest titles and names that ever has been, and probably ever will be. 
they did it right. They got comics, they got action figures, they got video games, they got movies, they got cartoons, cartoons. It, you, they got crossovers. You're not. So humor me for a moment. Someone wants to spec on Last Ronin now because it's gonna it's gonna explode. It already is exploding. If you look at how much the the just a cover for it's going for because of the the screw up at printing is going for. Yep. It, it's already gonna be big. So you spec for it. You want first appearance of Last Ronin. In your opinion, knowing that it's not Raphael, do you spec that Michelangelo Christmas special as first appearance, or are you gonna spec? the previous issue of TMNT that Brian talked about on hot 10 last week, because that has the definitive first first four pages of the last run of the story in the back of it. I personally, cause they don't in the Christmas special, they don't say who and if, or, and what it could be Michelangelo looking and shadow foreshadowing or whatever of somebody else. They don't definitively say, this is Michelangelo seeing Michelangelo as the the last Ronin. They I don't say they anything like him that. As, I thought so, they reference him as Raphael in that with the eye patch and and all of that. So, as a first appearance, it it is honestly a true first appearance because it's the first time that they say the name. It's the first time that they. They show it. It's whether they've changed their mind in the last 20 years and said, okay, you know what? We're going to make it. It was going to be Raph, you know, Raph, but now we're going to do Mike or Don or fucking whoever is irrelevant. The first time they ever put it in print is that book. The first time they ever reference it and do all that is that book. But can it be looked so, at as a different character entirely because it's not the same artwork it's not the same character design it's I mean, it's, it's different it's different all the way around and, and i think i broke chat <laughs> <laughs> or he froze i either broke him or he froze <laughs> thank you froze. does not compute chad does not compute well real quick I, I will drop a little comic history today you guys know there was a first appearance today uh oh. The first no? appearance of Corbin? Ha, no, 47 years ago. Which I guess. Um, I On know. this day, October 30th, I'll give you one more hint. Amazing Spider Man 129. Oh, the okay. first appearance of the Punisher. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. You were a winner. Yep. 129. Uh, pretty forgettable storyline with the Jackal and Spider-Man and the Punisher, but the the appearance of one that now is all over. I like the fact that he looked pretty badass even back then, and it somehow even got better. Like, for the 70s, it was different, but, like, he was still pretty fire. And and to see him that way now, I, I, I just had to give a shout out there. But, yeah, this like was him. Uh, Grizz huh? says, man, that is a deep thought. On, on Chad talking about Chad's face. <laughs> Jerry he did, Conway, he, he John Romita, Ross Andrew, they put it together. I'm done. Huh? He did look deep in thought, like he did like the like the gears had seized up and he right? was trying to get them started again. Mm-hmm. But I have a question for you guys now that we're still talking comic books. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if I sent it in the group chat or I just sent it to Matt, but they're going to make Wonder Woman's sister Nubia, the new Wonder Woman. Now, how cool is that? It's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. I mean, I all I know is I got I I shouldn't say me. Mm. My wife has a bunch of the first appearances of Nubia. We've been buying them up for years now. <sighs> they used to be cheap. The first, 204 is the first appearance of Nubia. And she's on the cover. She's got a like a like a face mask on. 205 and 206 have the second and third appearance of her. And those are big issues because those are actually bondage cover issues of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I already seen that. Like I, I'm bidding on quite a few because I'm trying to snatch them up. I always bid on them. I'm trying to find the hardest thing I've been trying to find is 204. I've been trying to find every country's version of it that that came out with it. It's like in, and I there's a guy that does that's part of the Flipside family that has all the covers for all the different languages of 204. Yeah, I think I saw. Yeah, fuck did that dude get him? Man, I have searched high and low trying to get all the different versions, but I've got multiple issues. I don't. I don't know. I keep saying me because it's actually not me. <laughs> newbie and my wife she's got 204 205 and two multiple copies but I, I think that's i think that's cool because it's a it's an established character but one they've never touched on a lot but now they're putting that in like as the forefront i think it's actually a cool idea i mean i'm giving some i don't, I don't know like a shine to another character in the mythos kind of building that up is always great i think um, especially in, in, in mind with the fact that they're not just like shoehorning. There's a hope that they're going to take the character, like you said, you know, let it kind of flourish in a new role with some more, obviously, eyes. But I think that the idea of it is smart, you know? So I'm with you on that. Like, it's not some big event and, oh, my God, is there? Is that okay? This is where we're going. And it's kind of a gradual succession to that. And I think that that's in good hands. I well, no, it, it is some big event because it's part of their future, their this whole Wait, future like line that they're doing, yeah. But like, no, I'm saying not that's coming. I'm saying that this big change is going to happen during that, or is going to be worked up to it, and, and it, the finale in the event. You know what I mean? No, it's it's happening because of that. That she's going to be the future Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. just like you're going to okay, have a new well, Batman being the future Batman, and you're going to have the well, you no, have um, Jonathan can, Kent as the future Superman now. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe how people were like, how much shit people were talking. Like, Nubia, Nubia. That's why, like, they were like really bent about that part. And I don't understand why. And it's not like they just discovered, like, people thought, think that's pandering. And I was like, eh, I, I guess, but the, 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 the character came out so long ago. How is it? How is that name pandering? I mean, yeah. If you think, uh, I, thought, I mean, there, there's maybe an. Is it the name that's pandering, or is it the situation behind why Nubia was chosen most, as pandering? Most people are online were bitching because they said the name is pandering. And why? I mean, 
guess. I don't get it. That's I'm that's a bias. You know what I mean? I just think people like to bitch. I think so because I don't understand that. The, oh, it's such like shut up, bro. It's just, it's, it's it's a name. I mean, I can and it, see the name has been around for a while. I mean, I can see that you you be calling like the fact that it is who it is is going to be pandering because Black Lives Matter movement and the the temperature of our society today and what's going on. But yeah, I mean, but, but what better person to fill the role than the twin sister or the sister? Right. No, I yeah, there, there isn't one. You back from your deep thought, Chad? Yeah, that was fucking weird. Yeah, you like fucking broke your gears, huh? No, it was the whole fucking neighborhood just went click. Done. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's because your brain overheated so much it just fucking took out the entire block. (laughs) So anyway, if I was going to spec a Ronin book, it would have been that ad in the back of, um, for a first appearance, it would have been the ad in the back of, um, I don't know, last fucker was, 111. It'll be interesting to see what, um, what CGC and what CGC declares. I bet you they already declared it. They declared it that ad in the back of uh, the last TMNT book. Did they? Wow. So the issue before is the first appearance. Yep. Because yep. it's, that it's an ad in the back, that, which is stupid. Especially shit then. Right. Exactly. Well, and I fuck that Christmas I don't think. And, and this is totally just my opinion. I don't know how you guys or anybody else feels. Um, I don't think that... Here's what they need to do is they need to draw a line in the sand and go, you know what, if it, if they're not in the book and it's just an ad or it's just a whatever, it doesn't count. And it's not well, a first... knockout... Like 50%, if not more, of the... The first appearances? Yeah, it would. But it'd clear up and there wouldn't be any misconception on what's the first appearance. Hmm. You wouldn't I mean, have the Hulk 180-181 controversy anymore. Exactly. No, you wouldn't. It'd be 180. It'd be 180 solid across the board. 180. Boom. He's in the back of it. That's his first fucking appearance right there. Bang. Done. Over with. Cameo appearance. No, it's his first appearance because he's in the book. Boom. Over. Done. No cameo. No, no, no. Shit. Boom. Done. Always well, like that—that that always messes. Like, all right, I'll give you. This is the way. I'll give you Mary Jane's first cameo because they say her name, but you don't see her face because it's—it's a there's a plant in front of it, there's a flower in front of it. So I give that okay. to you as a cameo. Yep, but like, right, right. So I don't understand the difference between 180 and 181 because it shouldn't be a cameo. It should be first appearance. I agree with you. Nope. But it just te- technicality, technically. Right? Technically, yeah, technically, technically. Yeah. What What was the What was the date that it came out? You want to go down the, the black suit Spider Man fucking rabbit hole? Because I've done that one. Well, we don't. But then you could go the same thing with the the whole virus thing, and it, oh, you boy. can't you can't go that way. You can't go by release date because it, obviously that doesn't matter anymore. So. Who knows? Yeah, but the first, well, you still kind of have to go by release date. First fucking release date. Boom. Is he in the book? Yes. Did it come out 
predecessor to the other ones? Yes. Okay. But boom, done. They're given the first appearance of virus to that uh, amazing Spider-Man free comic book day book, but that wasn't the first book that came out. Agreed. So they're wrong. Oh. <laughs> Pretty oh. fucking simple. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's talk a little bit about uh, let's talk a little Moon Knight. And we got a casting for Moon Knight this week. Old Poe Dameron himself, Oscar, Oscar Isaac, is going to be... Uh, Who was saying that guy wasn't a good actor? ...playing Moon Knight I, in the I Disney Plus this. series. You don't like Poe... You don't like Oscar Isaac? Or you just didn't like him as Poe Dameron? I... I... I haven't seen him in enough stuff to be able to say whether or not it was the Star Wars writing or partially his acting. There's parts in, in all three of those Star Wars movies where his acting is really spot on and really solid, and then the next scene it's shit. And Spoiler it's just like, alert, it's the I terrible writing. I can't even fucking believe it. It's and the shitty writing. I think that you're probably right. I, I, I think that the writing for those movies was a little <laughs> so I mean I don't know it, I'll be interested to see how he does in that I, I, I think he might be a good actor but nah. without a really solid big role yet it's kind of hard to tell I'm a little on the fence he's been in a lot of stuff like what? I can't believe he was in. Uh, he's been in a. Co he was been in a Coen Brothers movie. He was. Uh, he's been in. Um. He was fucking Apocalypse. In X Men, Apocalypse. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what movie I don't like. The Last Stand because that was a movie. The fucking Apocalypse was terrible. They Last, the Phoenix was rough too. Guys coming to fucking Comic Cons had better costumes than fucking Apocalypse. Yikes. I will agree with you on that. The fucking movie was trash. Oscar Isaac's been in a, in a lot, dude. I'm pulling up his IMDb right now. I, I know he's been in a lot of stuff and done a lot of stuff. I just I didn't know he even... was. Fuck, I didn't know he was in the X Men movie. You didn't know that he was Apocalypse. Oh. Nothing stands out to me as like, oh, wow, that guy's a great actor. So I'm a little on the fence. I mean, to the fact as you went, he's in a Conan Brothers movie and you don't even know which movie. No, because it just slipped. It was on the tip of my tongue and it's exactly. just it's, um, <laughs> it or What's Inside Lewin Davis or something like that, I think it is. Okay. I know it's something Lewin Davis. Hold on. That sounds like a big hit. Yeah, dude. it was a fantastic. Most, most he was he acting. was nominated for I believe he was nominated for awards for it. it was such a good. He was an ex machina. Inside Lewin Davis. That's what it was. Inside Lewin Davis. Never seen it. He was an ex machina. What the fuck is ex? What What did you say? Kazoon type. Right. <laughs> what did you just say? Ex machina. Kazoon type. He was the uh, he was the voice of the he was the voice of the uh, fat Peter Parker in uh, not End of the Spider Verse. No, he wasn't. He was Spider Man twenty ninety nine, bro. No, he wasn't. Was he? Yes, he was. Machina. I remember yes, that he was. song. Check it out. Yes, he was. Spider Man. Hey, 2099. Machinina. 
No, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because I'm thinking, I get him confused with the dude from the new girl. That's you're, how you're good right, an actor he is. Thank you. <laughs> That's how good an actor he was. I think he was a new girl. <laughs> no, no, I get those two actors. Those two actors confused all the time. That's because they look alike. They do. <laughs> they do kind of look. They do look alike. <laughs> but you know what I mean. So it's so you rattle off I, nothing, I, dude. You rattle I, off nothing. I think he has a chance at a breakout movie, but. I mean, if you're fucking, if you've got a chance to be on a Star Wars movie, maybe give it your so, all. Bro. So he was in a movie Star Wars. Ex Moccasins? Ex Machina. Macarena. Ex Macarena. You uncultured bastards. It's about dancing mutants that have superpowers and they're born that way. You uncultured bastards. And then the um, censorship board starts building giant robots to come shut down their mutant street dances and uh yeah great flick heard of and another movie that nobody's heard of a lot of people have heard of inside lewin davis yeah i have to agree with them on that one that sounds dirty even i heard about that i never heard of top gun what's that about (laughs) oh you're saying what it's about or have i heard about it what's it about? about it Oh, I don't know. I've never watched it. I heard about it. <laughs> this, this, is, this is my point. This is my point. Well, like, it's a, it's about a day in the life of a young, you know? struggling folk well, I think I see what you're saying now. But, like, I heard about it. You know what I mean? Like, he I was nominated for two Oscars for that movie. Oh, wow. Well, maybe we slept on a fire. I mean, then again, Kyle, you sleep on Lion King. So, like, maybe you're not the movie expert. We, You, you know, you, maybe you're not a cost cruncher. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just kidding. Hey. How are you gonna respect 1995? We're not gonna go back to that. But the point being, I don't know. He's a he's an okay actor. Like, here's a quick yeah, question. Yeah, he's gonna for be y'all. in Dune. Everyone, here's a quick Ooh. question. Oh, yeah, you know how Grizzle, well video game movies yeah, do. Yeah, that's a Grizzle Geek. Like, Dune is not a video game movie. It's a, it's a book, bro. It's based oh, off Kyle, a book. Grizzle Geek says, "Kyle, oh, my, my cinephile son is sitting here twitching." LOL. I don't even know what that means. Means movie buff, movie movie hound. Oh, so he knows what two dumbass movies are. Well, I mean, if you haven't, wow. they, they may not be dumb. I think you're just all right. Well, here, who would you have cast? Bad movies. Who would you have cast for Moon Knight, Kyle? I don't know. That's not my job. <laughs> but you don't like it. It's like, your you job to be cynical yeah. and have a shot. I'd have cast Shia LaBeouf. It's your so job to be a, a cynical and talk oh, shit. But... No, 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 no. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah, this I was just proving the point of what Chad was saying that we don't know how good of an actor he is. But we and you do. just proved his point because he's in shit movies that nobody gives a fuck just about. Well, obviously, he's a good enough his, actor to be nominated for two Oscars. I was about to say, just like, his did he win? Did he win? Two, two a lot guys in win. the draft game. Did he win but two Oscars? Here's my thing, Kyle. You just said that it's not your job to nominate guys for that. So then, if we're judging by a panel that includes you in terms of who's going to be, like, isn't that not your job either? You know what I mean? Like, like we don't know. I'm, it, I'm, it ain't my I'm, job to cast people in fucking movies. It's my job to watch them and, and critique. It's my job to work. bitch on them about them on the internet. That's my job. I mean, just, 
that's I, mean, I just I'm yeah. just solidifying Matt uh, Chad's point. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely, I, and I and I totally appreciate and agree with Kyle 100. Just because I'm not a helicopter like pilot, <laughs> just because I'm not a helicopter pilot, doesn't mean I can't look in the tree where there's a burned up helicopter and go, that dude didn't know how to do his fucking job very good. Ex moccasins. Ex moccasins. I just think y'all haven't watched enough movies. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's that's all I do is watch movies. Well, not I just, the right I just, one. I just what's the right ones? Ex Machina. Oh my god! What was the you other one? See it either, Corbin. What was well, the other what? one? Fall deep in inside Lewin Davis. You had me Paul at deep in Lewin Davis. I'm <laughs> just saying for you, Kyle, so you can know who he is. He's a decent actor. Do I think he's going to be great at Moon Knight? No, but I don't have. I, the reason I asked you who would you nominate for Moon Knight is because I don't have anyone either. So I look at him and I go, eh, it could work. The same way that I did when I can't say his last name, but um, John Berthenal or whatever was cast as John Berthenal. Terrible. I liked it. I, for, when, it. When it was first announced, I had no idea who the guy was. And I went, but then again, I had no casting myself. So then I was like, all right, it could work. You know what I mean? Like, let's give wait, the guy. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't. You don't like the Punisher actor. You don't like Shane as, no, 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 as no. the Punisher, Kyle. Not really. I thought I it was. With, good. I agree with Kyle. Wow. I thought it was. I mean, I thought the show was good. I just didn't like. I agree with I'm Kyle. Out. I'm out. I can't. Oh, dude, it. I think he's the that best Punisher ever. And that's a yeah. low bar. We understand. Dolph Lundgren. But still, no. Dolph yep. Lundgren. No. With his Punisher pencils, no. Caught and tortured. No, no. You have a Russian playing a fucking American merc. How, yeah. how would that? You can, I, I can't if, even if digest even, that. Yep, the whole movie's on YouTube, so that tells you a lot about his acting chops. You, you want to know a movie that's got everything that you could ask for in a movie? Star Wars, Empire Arm- Strikes Back, Armageddon. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> got everything in it. It's got a love story. It was a good movie. I do like that movie. It's got explosions. It's, it's got, got a fucking asteroid. Dude. Bruce Willis, Ben Affleck, Steve Buscemi. Burger had an all-star cast. Dude, I mean, that's that's a fucking movie. That's who should that's who Moon Knight should be, Ben Affleck or no Bruce Willis. Yeah. Too old. Bruce Willis might do a fucking stellar job as Moon Knight. <laughs> I could get behind that. All you gotta do is shave, man. They give him some hair implants up front, dude. He'd look like he's 32. Fuck it, let him do him bald. What's wrong with you? You got something against bald people, Corbin? Uh-huh. Old people. Old people. Moon Knight's in his prime. Well, now you got something against no, old no, bald no, people. No, no, no. I didn't mean it. Oh, no, no. <laughs> just just <laughs> hang your sign that says, fuck you, Chad, in the background already. <laughs> Corbin is prejudiced. Yeah. <laughs> Just hang, just hang your fuck you, Chad. No, no, in the no, background no, already. No, no, that's not what I meant. I'm sorry, Chad. I just meant when I think Moon Knight, I'm not thinking senior special. I'm thinking a guy in his physical prime. Hey, you know, you see that area behind Corbin? That's a no Wookie zone. All right, that's a no, Chad, that's a no solo Wookie you, zone. Chad. We're in this together, man. We're trying to get the podcast money. I'm not coming for you. I'm just saying that. Isn't Bruce Willis older than you? Like he's not even. He's old as dirt. He's yes, not he's in his 60s. Older than Chad. Bruce Willis, no, Bruce is in Willis his 60s. like 65. 
I'm gonna look how, old is, how old is Bruce Willis? Um, two years old. Two years older. Sixty. I, I actually nailed it. He's sixty-five. Sixty-five. And he was born in Germany. Oh well, what? by that you can't have a German. You can't have a German playing an American action star. You can't have it, Chad. You can't have it. Can't do it. No Bruce Willis for Chad. That means Die Hard. Fuck that movie. Die Hard's out the goddamn window. That's not a Christmas movie anymore because you can't have a fucking German being a U.S. action star. Fucking out of here. Willis is a Nazi. Yeah. Fucking out of here. He's he's an American cop. You can be German and be an American cop. You can't, you can't be a military American merc in the 80s and fucking 90s and be from Russia. That's not how that works. No. Double standard. No. Double standard. No, it is not. I agree with Matt. I'm still blown away that Bruce Willis is a Nazi. Yep. <laughs> Double standard. Okay. Dude. I encourage you to go to any military base. And ask Pass. as many of those people if a mark or a fucking mercenary, however you want to pronounce it, or a Navy SEAL or any of them are born in Russia and over here. How many on your, how many on your team are Russian? I bet you there's quite a few that are that were stationed in Russia and were born there and then brought back to the I would really like you to drive to the military uh, gate. I would like you to drive to a military base gates to try to get in to ask that question. Please, please put a, gro a GoPro on when you do that. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking challenge. If I can get clearance, I will fucking hold up two pictures and be like, all right, who is Punisher? And I promise every person on that base is going, no, that dude can't do it. He's Russian. I don't no, think so. No, I don't, I don't think, think, no, I think that's wow. a no. Yeah, then, then why don't, go why don't to a we... military base and ask. So when did Pee Wee Herman get okay, here? So, <laughs> so now you're telling me that that um, I don't know, Black Widow. She might as well just be, you know, Russian. Yes. No, she should be, you know, I don't know, South American. She could be um, Brazilian. She could be. Uh, no, she should be. Swiss. Black Widow she can, be yes, because it's an organization that's just based in Russia. They don't have to be Russian to be in that organization. No, no, she has to. She can be Swiss. Oh my God, Chad is grasping his straw. Wow, Chad, you are. Yeah, you're moving. Chad, man. yeah, you're about. You're about as bad Corbin. as Brian trying to argue that the last Ronin isn't Michelangelo. <laughs> Corbin, go to yes, a sir. military base and ask. I'm, I'm all the way good. Oh, that was. <laughs> That was for any of you. I'm going to go to Luke tomorrow, part. and I'm going to ask you live should. on on fucking Facebook if a, if a Russian can be a mercenary. I'd watch that. I'm sure. I'm sure you would. Anybody I would can watch be a mercenary. Sure that. Yeah. Dog the Bounty Hunter could have been a mercenary. Yes, he could have. He was a mercenary. I heard John... But Bruce Willis is a fucking Nazi. Where, where John McClane isn't an American. Where was Dog the Bounty Hunter born? Hawaii. No, I no. think he's born in Colorado. There you go. Yeah. Oh, so he's definitely Russian. <laughs> fucking commie. Those Colorado commies. So if he was born in Colorado, he's either one of two things. He's either a Coloradan 
or a Californian. So, <laughs> so we've got we got Corbin that brings up Gotham by Gaslight, and we've got Chad that has to bring up Colorado. Crash and burn in two weeks, I didn't guys. Bring up Colorado, you brought up Colorado. You said that fucking. Why do you keep bringing up two weeks? Nothing's happening in two weeks. I don't know what we're talking about. This two weeks about. <laughs> mayday, mayday. Corbin Mark can't even unmute his. Corbin can't even mute his microphone. Unmute his microphone. I think something's gonna happen in two weeks. I gotta go with Kyle. He feels the winds. He yeah. always has his fingers on the pulse of the nation, dude. It's yeah, Kyle doesn't have anything on the fingers of, of any pulse other than his wiener. All right, that's it. I mean, he's, I mean, okay. Okay. We'll find out in two weeks, I guess. You guys will find out in two weeks, won't you? You and you enjoy whatever wins may come for you in two weeks. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Two weeks time, we'll have to. We'll all be made clear in two weeks. Yeah. I have a question. Um, go, go ahead, is, Colorado. Yeah. Is Walking Dead over? Did, no. Are they on their pause or on their on their end? No. It's still gonna oh, go until twenty twenty one. Fear the Walking Dead is the shit right now. Mm-hmm. Really, it's doing better. It's good. You like it? Dude, it's fucking fire right now. <laughs> Even though I'm like a week behind. Are you? You didn't watch the new episode? Nope. Uh dude, it, it's dude. It was. Oh shit! That's all I got to say. It's a pretty good episode. Huh. That goddamn fucking. World Beyond show. That shit just needs, dude. We need to put a put a bullet between the eyes of that show. So what do you think of its misery? What do you think about the new release? The new fucking putting all the books back out in color and all that shit and the number one and stupid. I think it's good for people that want to go back and reread the series. But I think it's good for everybody that can't afford a number one or number two or number three. Like me. They they can they can have a complete run of color versions, which I think is racist anyway, so it doesn't matter. Why? They, why? I'm not <laughs> playing, dude. I'm just I, fucking. I know. I, I was trying to play too, but I'm like, I don't even. know It didn't work. work. It didn't work. No, it, it it's work. fine. Sometimes the ball gets fumbled. Grizz it, says, uh, Corbin, just when I pull the good burger out of my mind, you attack middle-aged men. Listen, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm so so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I just when when I think of Superman or Batman, I'm just not thinking a guy in their fifties or sixties, you know? Well, how Maybe. old was the Dark Knight? Oh, Dolph Lundgren is Swedish. Dark Knight was fifty five. So we have a, a, a peaceful mercenary. Now, point now, now I'll give you a point on that, but then the last two books totally crapped the bed. He was fifty seven and sixty one. So the older you get, the worse you get. It's just simple. But but Bruce Willis is a Nazi, so he can do anything. I mean, he's okay. basically Hitler. Of course, he can. Wow. All right. Well, I meant, no, no, I meant oh, not in. We just learned something here, folks. Dolph Lundgren can't be Punisher because he's Swedish, and Amen. Bruce Willis is basically Hitler. <laughs> wow. You heard it here. You come to this show to learn something new from Corbin, a guy who's never seen Top Gun. Loves Good Burger and says Bruce Willis is basically Hitler. John McClane <laughs> is basically Hitler. 
I'm never going to watch Die Hard on Christmas the same. Nope. Because now, now who's the one in the wrong? Is it Hans Gruber or is it Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. It's Bruce Willis. Like I say, basically a Nazi. I mean, if 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 he just would have minded his own fucking business and just let them do their thing, everything would have been all right. Right. You now it's it no there. longer an international incident. I mean, the Die best Hard is just a dispute between two Germans. The best Christmas movie anyway. <laughs> <You're a mess>. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard is no longer an international incident. It's just a, disp- a friendly disagreement between two Germans. Are we sure that Bruce Willis was born in Germany? Yeah, we are. German mother, American father. That doesn't mean he was born in Germany. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. When I was saying, listen, listen. When I was saying German mother, American father, I was adding further information. He was born in Germany. Like that's a fact to the U.S. when he was two. Where's Grizz when we need him? We need some facts here. <laughs> I gave you more facts. He made fun of me. He was born in Germany to a German mother and American father. Those are the facts. Look it up. So his dad was in the military, I take it. I, I don't know, but he's German. So he was born on Yes, he was born in March 19, 1955 in, in West Germany. I'm taking a fucking bow. I'm taking a fucking bow. Okay. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Also, Christmas movies, I say screw all those and watch Iron Man 3. Because that's the Christmas movie everyone's sleeping on. Uh-uh, Gremlins. Iron Man 3. Mm. We're not talking nope. about Christmas movies right now. You just brought up a Christmas movie. And I... Because everyone compares Die Hard as a Christmas movie. It wasn't comparing Well, guess what? Christmas Iron movies. Man was compared to a Christmas movie. All right. All right. Iron Man 3. All right. No, man. now you just want to argue just with me. That's fine. Fucking in That's fine. Good Burger is a holiday movie. To, to, You're not going to it's, it's a summertime 4th of July movie. You're not okay. gonna Don't listen to any of these guys and go watch Christmas Vacation. That is a good movie. Because that's the only Christmas movie. I don't even know what that is. I'll look it up. You, you've never even seen a Christmas Vacation? Oh my dude. <laughs> what the fuck what? is going on here? You've <laughs> never seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? I've never had a Christmas Vacation. Wait. I guess I have, right? I'm never watching... Die Hard the same. That's all I know. Holy shit. Holy shit. That's all I know. Um. Alright, so let's move on. Titans. Titan Season 3. We got our first look at Red Hood. Thoughts on, on Red Hood? Um, you know what? I'm pretty excited. I think it's going to be cool. Can't be any worse than it's been. Even even with the change in uh, the origin of of Red Hood, you're not gonna. They're gonna deprive us of the Joker crowbarring. I mean, it is epic. It is awesome. What hurts more, forehand or backhand? They should have. They should have had. If if they were gonna go this route, they should have had Slade take him out in the last season instead of taking out. Um, Donna. That would have been much better. So yes. you still have that red hood. You still have that red hood goodness. 
That's what she said. <laughs> the Red Hood goodness. Titans has done a good job. That's that on... Red Rocket goodness, son. I, you know what? The, 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 what? One of the bummers, I think, of book three, of three Jokers, we didn't get to see uh, Jason Todd Schlong. That was a bummer to you? <laughs> you want, uh, the fact that you can't see a, a comic book character schlong is a bummer to you? Yeah, it was it was it was a letdown. Good lord, I I'm <laughs> sorry that you were let down by not seeing some schlong, Kyle. I mean, dude, he was naked. Why didn't we just get to see it like an outline, a shadow? We need some red elephant trunk. We need some red hood wang, huh? A little bit of slippage, just the tip. Yikes! Just the tip. What if there was just like one panel after he was naked and it was just like a mushroom in like the grass of the forest? That's all you saw was just the, the one mushroom. Looks like Mr. Chow's from fucking The Hangover, too. And it looks like just like a, yeah, a little mushroom sprouting out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> when the fucking monkey licks it. <laughs> Don't lick that monkey's shiitake. <laughs> That's Jason Todd Schlong right there. I mean, it is epic. His storyline is like how he became is epic. But they, but three jokers again, kind of fucking retcon that, huh? Because he no. didn't die. They didn't really retcon it. it they just kind of. It's a naked what? I don't know. That's why I thought to listen. Well, because it does though, because we all think he dies, and then it retcons to oh, he didn't die. He was left alive. He was just very badly beaten. So what was the and point very, of putting him in the the Lazarus pit if he was still alive and just very badly beaten? True. That's a good point, sir. Every once in a while, I make one of those. Once. Once in a while. Listen, Corbin. Sorry, everyone buddy. gets one. Tell him, Peter. That's right. Apparently, everyone gets one. That's right. <laughs> But for um, my thoughts on Titans, real quick, Titans have done an amazing job with their costumes. Love Nightwings, like the Red Hoods. We'll see what happens moving forward. The costumes are good, yes. They are. Uh, Suicide Squad director James Gunn reveals that uh, he has the option to helm a Superman movie at some point. We already saw it with that. Brightburn. Thank you, Strike. James Gunn wanna, did Brightburn? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know yeah, that. Excuse me. I, I didn't he know did. he did Brightburn. Yep. Hmm. I'm just teaching everyone today. He did. That, good, there you go. Good man. Good man. Good man. Between my horrid movie takes, I have some facts. There you go. I don't want a funny Superman movie. You don't want that? You, uh, you like that dark Snyder Superman? Um... Yeah, I'd rather have I'd rather have that than like like a, a Guardians of the Galaxy version of Superman. You're gonna get that in your Schneider cut. Your Schneider I, I, cut. Somewhere in between, but I really don't want a, a Guardians of the like. I'm really nervous that Suicide Squad's gonna be fucking wacky, and I don't want it to be wacky either. Uh, it's gonna be a kooky movie. I don't think so. Why not? I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be more surprise us, and it's gonna be more ultra violent. I don't think it'll be kooky. Mar Margot Robbie isn't even in it, is she? Yeah, she's Harley Quinn in it. Is she? Yeah. 
I thought I had heard she had said no more. I'm fucking done. No way, it's a cash cow. Yeah, she's she's gonna play Harley Quinn for. I'm an actress. I need to be diversified in the things I do. I can't be typecasted. Shut the fuck up. And just she she played uh, Jane in Tarzan, and she was fucking amazing at that. She's pretty fairly amazing in things. In the I like a good actress. Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah, yeah, she was good in that too. And that one movie with uh, Will Smith. That's yeah, good. she was that's fun. That's how good she was. She's in that one movie with Will Smith. She I'm was good as Tanya Harding and I Tanya. Also, if you haven't seen that, there you go. I Tanya. Yeah. That was all right. Tanya looked better. Nah. I don't know about all nah. that. I'm just kidding, guys. Fucking blast for me. Do you even know who Tanya Harding is, Corbin? Yeah, she like broke that leg for like some soccer, or hockey game, or some or skating. She like hit the... She broke her leg. She broke this girl's leg for some ice skating or something. She crowbarred like... Nancy Kerrigan's knee. Oh, that's her name, Nancy. For the Winter Olympics, yeah. There you go. Almost Corbin. Almost. All right. <laughs> Close enough. It was so long ago. It just feels like. <laughs> but yeah. It was a while ago. It was a long yeah. time ago. Yes. Okay, Corbin. I'm going to look it up. What's up? Oh, one sorry. question, one answer, and then we're going to move on. All right. Do you know who Mary Lou Retton is? That's a no. Okay. Yeah. And move on. <laughs> who, who is it? And moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't just do that to me. Who's Mary? Wait, I'll look it up myself. Mary Lou who? Mary Lou. No, what? not Mary Lou Who. That's somebody <laughs> totally different. Uh, Mary, Mary Lou Retton. Retton. R E T T E N. R A T. Let me look it up. All right, Mary Lou. While you're doing that, Google should help you. Yes. Oh, she want. was a retired American gymnast. Well, All she, right. she, she, she is, is now. The, yes, she is retired now. She has the disease, dude. How awesome would that be? Just before you even start the job, you just retire. <laughs> you just retired right away. Oh, well, what's what's what's, they what's have big those jobs? It's called governor and senator. <laughs> She's married to an American QB. They were divorced two years ago. Okay, so what's what's big about her? Did she break a crowbar too? What was going on in the eighties, man? Crap. What happened? Oh well. Crack yeah. Aid. That AIDS. And the, oh, okay, damn. New Coke happens. And Duran Duran. That's it. That's all in the 80s. Once you're, you're hungry like a wolf, it's AIDS. over. Duran Duran and MTV. After that, nothing else happened. Fair enough. Cowboy comic books. <laughs> oh, my God. Spider-Man 3, the Far From Home sequel, has reportedly started shooting in Atlanta. That's exciting. Um, yeah, season, exciting. season three of um, Umbrella Academy is scheduled to start filming in February and will reportedly wrap up in August. That's a long I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised in that. that I, like uh, how, I like how you did Spider-Man 3 as, as a brush over. Yeah, there's not a whole <laughs> lot to talk about from it. Yeah, like, yeah, it started. Brush right over it. I'm just, I just want to say the sentence and then yeah, move on. Just so people know, you know. <laughs> That's about all you, you can get is Ned's lost weight and Spider-Man 3 is, is filming. 
We'll know more in two weeks, I think. I don't think we will, Corbin. <laughs> what was the point of you bringing it up then? Because it's news. I think it was it was newsworthy in the sense that just what he did, like a run by, yeah. let people know, hey, it's starting. But like, as we far all as have the internet. They know. Well, they want to hear your thoughts on it, but we didn't say anything. We did it. We brushed right over it, so that <laughs> defeats the whole purpose. Filming right, so has started on the FX series Why the Last Man. It's a good uh, graphic novel run if you haven't checked it out. There's some uh, good reading Brian material for you for the weekend. Huh? Said Brian K. Vaughn. Yep. Paper Girls. Paper Girls is casting. Kyle's going to go try out to, to be in Paper Girls. All right. Sweet. When are you doing that? Just tanked. I don't know what Paper Girls is, so I'll If check you're it out. a fan of the uh, Assassin's Creed video game, then you're excited to hear that Netflix I'm, is going to be bringing. Sounds like Matt's in wrap up mode. A live action Assassin's Creed. I think so. All right. We talked for an hour and a half. Yep. Let's burn through everything. Well, you're in you're in recliner mode, so I just figured <laughs> you know. You're in oh, Kyle's in recliner mode, so yep. uh Gotta wrap it up. Through all the topics now. Gotta wrap I mean, it up. I, I, yeah, I don't. Recliner mode is like, hey, let's let's is go. There, is there more you want to touch on on why the last man, old master Kyle? <laughs> no, but what's the point of bringing it up if it's a recommend? Gonna... It's a recommendation of stuff for people to check out. I'm with it. I'm to with read. it. You can go read the graphic novel series before the show. There it get is. A, get out in front of the, the fucking crowd and be like, look, I was on board with I, Why the so, Last Man before I'm it even so started. Glad that everybody why don't we do a book club? You never know what's going to happen. But before I was so rudely interrupted, if you're a fan <laughs> of the video game Assassin's Creed series, Netflix is bringing a live action TV show and is planning to do animated series as well. And Wait. I'm super stoked for that because I love the Assassin's oh, Creed. Oh, so we're going to talk about that. What up? Well, I, I gave you your option to talk about something else. You chose not to. <laughs> I mean, Matt got facts today. I don't know. I don't have anything to add to that because I'm not an Assassin's Creed fan. So I guess that's cool they're doing it. The movie was okay. The game's okay. The movie um, blew. Well, I oh, yeah, the movie did blow. The Benedict Cumbersnatch movie. Yeah, okay, why do I even talk? Okay, I was trying to sorry, say. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I, he is. And I am not a big fan of the game, so I don't know. So the movie to me looked perfectly normal. But if y'all know the game and y'all know the movie sucked, then, I mean, okay. You know, I guess it's interesting. I only I love... played the first one, and I only like to jump into the hay. <laughs> you know, Bruce Willis is German? He's a fucking Nazi, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Circle Nazi. back to Sp the Spider-Man 3 real quick for, for old Kyle. So the world is coming out saying that they're expecting it to be Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse. Do you think they're sleeping on the fact of being one more day? That's what I think it's going to be. I mean, Marvel, Marvel has a history of when they're going to bring a new, out a new movie because they already announced that Doctor Strange is in it. Doctor yeah. Strange plays a role in one more day. They have a... Yes, they have a way of trying to tie this stuff into the movies through their current comics. And in the newest issue, Spider-Man 51, he references Strange is in it with Peter, and he references the events of One More Day. 
can I? Why do they have to tie into the movie so much when it's not like the writers have any knowledge beforehand, or at least not enough knowledge beforehand about the movie going in? You know what I mean? Like you're making these storylines, and if they're good, then they're okay. But if not, it, it, it's it's almost pointless to cash in, obviously. But the payoff is minimal. I don't understand. With that being said, it's interesting. One more day was. Duh. So if they can do something to kind of go back on that, then let's do it. You know what I mean? But I don't know. It's so it's so predictable. You know, it's so predictable. One more day seems to be universally hated. Like, oh, it is. I universally hate universally hated Spider-Man event. It was. But dumb. I think. It, but I think at this point it's needed. Well, the, the the concept of that is needed right now. There's no way you think Kyle that they could turn around without having to use that route. There's no like you know what I know what you're saying, but there's no possible way to go. Okay, you know what? It was a fake. It didn't get out. It was one last mysterious mind trick. Like there's no way for Doctor Strange to alter reality in a mo- you know what I mean? Like do they have to go? And when I guess I say alter reality, when, you, when, I, when I realize I realize what I'm saying that they're going to one more day, but I mean like it has to have to be seismic. For that one event, I don't. I don't think he is. Like in the, much like in the comic book, I think Peter goes to him. Is Brian backstage? I I don't know. I can't see. All I can see is you four. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. is. My bad, Brian. Jesus Christ! Up, we have guys? a private chat right here. I'm not looking at the private chat. Sorry, it's closed on my screen. Um, but Got- Strange, he goes to Strange in one more day, and Strange turns him down. So it says Cumberbatch has a cameo in Spider-Man 3 as Doctor Strange. So it could be just that quick cameo of he goes and he gets turned down. Why? What are the other reasons that are could make it one more day? Is that the only thing? Because there's got to be a couple other reasons. Well, the fact to- that his identity got, rele- got leaked at the end of Far From Home. So the whole world now knows. One more day happened after Civil War? Like right uh, after Civil War? Yeah, because he yeah. outs himself as Spider-Man when he's in Civil War. And then they do one more day after after everyone knows who he is and they come after him. And Aunt May gets shot and he does the, the deal with Mephesto to uh, save Aunt May's life. He gives up his relationship with Mary Jane to save Aunt May's life. So, one, you got in the movies, you got a younger Aunt May. So it makes more sense for him to make this deal now. He's younger. He's got his whole career ahead of him, but people already he know who he is. Him. Hot. Yep, and so you can make that deal, and it gives you the option to write out Zendaya as Mary Jane, and get a real Mary Jane in there. Because I don't care about this Michelle MJ thing. That That's not my Mary Jane, huh? So the kind that Brian likes. Yep, the redheads <laughs> or the greenhead. I mean, yeah. they, they could easily give her a redhead. All they gotta do is go the Batman Batwoman route with her, and just then boom, a, just slap a wig on her. There it is. Yeah, that Batwoman, that Batwoman thing is gonna blow up in their face, I think. And if it, and if I'm wrong, I'll eat those words. Was that Batgirl in the top ten? I guess we'll talk about it. Yeah, she just made her. Yeah, she's making her. Did you know that Die Hard was not an international incident? <laughs> it's, it's not. It's just a. It's just a dispute between two Germans now. I mean, that's World War Two. No. Bruce Willis is a Nazi, Brian. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, he is, well, I hear he is a dickhead. From what I hear, he's a real dickhead. But uh, Kevin Smith talks about him a lot. There you go. So I mean, yeah. I was, he was born in Germany too. So put, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. put the pieces together there, Brian. The, the, the story, the story Kevin Smith tells about uh, Tracy Morgan and Bruce 
uh, Willis is fucking amazing. Oh, on Cop Out? Oh, it's one of the greatest stories I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, anyways, all right. You guys want to get into the hot 10 here? Sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <sighs> Share it. All right. So you guys were talking a bunch of books. I was listening Listening in on this is the golden age uh, honorable mention horrors number thirteen. Um, a yeah, this is just a sweet sweet Halloween ish cover that he chose. Uh, Seven point sold recently for seventeen hundred, which sounds like a steal to me um, for a classic horror cover. Um, but yeah, cool stuff. Uh, is that this, is horrors number thirteen. Book come with cocaine. <laughs> Why do you say that? Horrors. Coke and horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This honorable mention, though, is uh, one of my probably uh, favorite David Aja covers, or Aha, however you say it. Huh? This is the Spider Gwen um, San Diego Comic Con Spider Gwen number five variant. This is a sweet fucking cover, man. I gotta own this cover now. Um, unfortunately, they're a little high right now. I think the 150 raw is what they're going for. <laughs> Uh, no, no copies have sold in the past thirty days, but I mean that's because they're so rare. I imagine I don't know, so we'll see. Freaking love that 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 costume! I talk about it on every show. Every time I see uh, Spider Gwen, man, that costume was just—they did such a good job on the color combinations and yeah, they did the that's placement. Solid, oh. solid, solid costume. I mean, so good, man. So all right, so. Number 10, Wolverine. This is from 2013. I had never seen this. Have you guys ever seen this before? Mm -mm. No, it looks like Sabretooth. Oh, it 20, is. It uh -huh. is. Yeah, 2013, uh, <laughs> Wolverine number eight. Oh this, is, this is a one in 30 variant. What? A one in 30. Uh, a nine eight has sold for $500, I think. Yeah, Whoa. it was about a twenty dollar thirty twenty to thirty book, thirty dollar book, uh, raw. Now it's just people are finding out about it. I've never even seen this book. It's a sweet. This is an homage to uh, Legend of Zelda two, I believe. Um, so really cool, really freaking cool, man. Um, that red cover is just gorgeous. Yeah, I'm getting a high grade on that. It's got to be a bitch. Yeah, one in thirty though. That's kind of crazy. All right, number nine is Ye Old Lore O Your. Ye Old Lore O Your, Volume One. This is um the very first appearance of Cursed Pirate Girl, um, and this is uh, David Peterson, the same guy that did uh, Mouse Guard. Um, this is a self-published thing that he did back in the day for this, and this book is just super crazy expensive now. Nine eights are selling for like four and four hundred dollars. Um, Hard to find. Raws used to run around 60, but now they're just going crazy. And uh, Jeremy Bastain, I guess, is, uh, has a cult following. So a recent Cursed Pirate Girl sold for a ridiculous amount of money. It was in last week's uh, uh, market so report. The same category as Good Burger. <laughs> oh, fucking Good Burger, man. I loved Good Burger, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ah! Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Top. Thank you, Ryan. I remember. I remember uh, every what was it Friday night? They were, what was that? What did they have that they call it? Something Snick had, on Saturdays. 
Snick, yeah, yeah, with Ren and Stimpy. I would always watch it for Ren and Stimpy, and you'd have to sit through the rest. And had Good Burger, uh, Salute Your Shorts, I think. Yeah. 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 Salute Your Shorts was awesome. Camp on, I wanna. Anyways, uh, on to number eight. Yeah. When we think about you, it makes me want to fart. How good it is. What? (laughs) Nothing. Number eight this week. Uh, Dr. Afra, number five, the one in 25 variant. Oh, it's just, this just recently came out, um, I guess last week. So, uh, yeah, it's selling for 35 to 40. Um, Terry Dodson and great character. Terry Dodson does really good job 90% of the time. So, um, yeah. Did you pick one of these up, Chad? I didn't. Uh, price will come down. But it'll be hard to find because I'll never say that again about a book. Fucking people, <laughs> people just—it's uh, Star Wars, man. They don't get rid of their shit. Star yeah. Wars, Star Wars. It, it'll, it'll be tough to find just because there's not a lot of them out there, and a lot of people got that twenty-five. And but I think the price will drop. And supposedly those while. rings that she has are some new major storyline that they're using. So, yeah. Number seven, good old Moon Knight. Finally, the spec pays off after 20 years of everybody saying that you need to buy this book and nobody ever listening. Um, This thing's going crazy. We all know why. Oscar Isaac and uh, these Moon Knight announcements. What? Nothing. Brian, yeah, he's in some great movies. Yeah, Kyle Llewellyn Davis, yep. Ex Machina. Oh, you're Thank old you. Today, Thank Come you, on. Brian. Oh, you're getting old right now, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's in some great fucking movies. What was that movie he was in? Uh, uh, Daylight? or? Yeah, Oscar was... Isaac is a badass fucking actor, dude. <laughs> Kyle, the, worst, the worst, the worst thing quiet. he's ever been in is Star That's Wars. It's the worst thing he's ever been in. <laughs> Like, uh, he was great as Apocalypse, even though they did him dirty in that. Um, Oscar Isaac's a bad motherfucker, bro. Congratulations, right. you played yourself. Thank <laughs> you. All right. Nine, I'll eat crow on that one, then. Nine O's. Nine point O's. Not nine eights. Nine point O's are selling for 2700 Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So, Moon Knight is getting ready to... A go nuclear, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't have any right now, um, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Number six, ladies and gentlemen. I heard there you guys talking about this. Uh, Netflix, I believe, uh, optioned Assassin's Creed. As we all heard, you guys said the movie was dog shit. The movie was not dog shit. It was short. It was short. And Fastbender is a bad motherfucker in anything he's in. He's a really good actor. And this is going to be so much better as a TV show because the game is so historical and gets so deep into the history. And it's you can't have a movie. It's got to be long, drawn-out character study. And and they can do... true history like uh, Game of Thrones? Yeah, fuck yeah. Dragons and everything, bro. (laughs) Um, This shit is going to... This shit's going to be crazy to find. This is the book that came i think with like the in- initial video game or uh, one of the video games um giveaway for a pre-orders of the video game in 2007 more than doubled in price this week to 70 dollars raw 
super hard to find this book. It was a freebie on the video game in 2007. That's as nuts. As long as Netflix doesn't make it like boringly slow like they did with Marvel shows. Yeah. Some of the Marvel shows, they made it like dreadfully slow. They need to keep a better pace with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But Brian, hey, it, it might not be Marvel that's doing it. Brian, best Punisher. John Bernthal by far. Thank you. Yeah. Can Number Dolph five. Lundgren, can wow. Dolph Lundgren play the Punisher? Four yeah. for four. Five. He's he's Russian. That's why he can't play Punisher, according to Chad. I just no, said I, I said the yeah. show is good. I just didn't like. I didn't say he did a horrible job. I just oh, I knew it was up there, number five. Oh, I see what you're saying, but I get what you're saying. You just weren't wild about it, is what you're saying. Yeah. So Batgirl number fifty. I got um, this is yeah. the A cover, I believe. I it was a B cover a by Terry Dodson, and I feel sorry for all you idiots that bought the B cover. Um, because it's garbage, Terry Dodson, which is ten percent of the time. Um, and this book is weird because when I first started talking about it and looking at it, I thought it was absolutely fucking amazing. I thought Middleton's—it was one of Middleton's finest work. I thought Batman in the background was badass. I thought Joker was badass. I like that little alien-looking thing. And then somebody said it looks like a cereal box, and I went, "God." Damn it. It looks like a cereal box. And then somebody said, and Joker looks like Mac the Knife. And I went, or Mac the Knight. And I went, fucking shit. It looks like Mac whatever in the McDonald's. It does. It uh, looks like the fucking moon mascot from McDonald's. Yes, it does. (laughs) And now I'm like, fuck this thing. Uh, But it's selling for $35 raw. Um, it is a giant size. It has a couple things going for it, right? It's got giant size, final issue, underordered, part of the Joker War. It's got a gorgeous, quote unquote, gorgeous Middleton cover on it. Um, the thing that everybody is talking about, the being the first appearance of the new Batwoman, is going to be a fail. That is uh, DC really fucked that one up big time, man. If they could, if they would have been smart and not have hired a fucking head case in the original girl, that show would have been good. They really messed up. It's a great character. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I thought that was going to be good, and I like the character. I like Kate Kane, or is it Kate Kane? Is that her name? Kate Kane. Cassandra Kane. Yes. No. 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 That woman's Kate Kane, right? No. Is it Kate Kane? Oh, I'm thinking Cassandra. No, it's not Kate Kane. It's um. Maybe you're right. Kate something. It's Kate. Anyways, she's a badass, and when she first uh, came out in New 52, that character is sick, and there's some sick-ass Detective Comics covers of her when she took over Detective. Uh, great character, and they just really screwed the pooch on that one. So, But uh, that I guess that is Oracle now. Did you guys know that Oracle's an alien-looking thing now? Like uh, fucking Danger Room or whatever? Weird, right? Yes. So. Anyways, that's number five. Number four. I'm surprised this book even made it to the light of day. Um, when we saw it in previews, I did not believe it was going to be here. I was like, "What? Well, this book is not showing up, you know? Um. So, anyways, 
this is Department of Truth, the one in 25 variant. This is gnarly, man. I, I'm really surprised that this made it to print. Really surprised. Um, With a demon about to eat a baby? This is like conspiracy type shit. I don't know if they're talking like Molech and the fucking, the, you know, giving an infant to the owl god type Bohemian Grove Alex Jones shit, or if this is like eating young babies to stay young. I don't know what this is, but this is creepy. James Tinian, man. James Tinian. Uh, everybody's been talking about James Tinian a lot lately. So, dude, I've been talking about him for years. Well, he's he's he heating up lately. Um, he must be uh, doing things right. But this is a. I bet you can go back to old absolute geeks, and I said he's going to be a. He's that everybody watch. I think I was saying this right around um, some of the Batman's and uh, Robin stuff he was doing years ago. I was like, watch this motherfucker's a badass. <sighs> he just fucking yeah, he's Scott Snyder's protege. Yeah, so. I don't know. This is crazy, but it's selling. It's selling for fifty bucks. Uh, it was selling like a hundred dollars um, on print, which was crazy. When did this come so, out? Just came out this week. Uh, yeah. Hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, number three this week. Yes. The book of the week. Uh, you know, everybody's talking about the book. One? Everybody's talking about this book, and I'm loving hearing to everybody talk about it. It's fun to hear what everybody thinks. Um, I'm not going to get drawn drawn into that conversation right now because I think that this is a fucking money play and they're going to string this fucker out. But we'll All see. Right. Uh, Last Ronin is hitting like 30, 35, I think, for the A cover. The 1 in 25, I think, is selling. I think there's only one play on this book. Um, and that is the 1 in 25. And then there's a... There's another rare variant, and I'm spacing on it. Um, I can't but anyways, Hive, co co Hive Comics cover. There's too many exclusives out there for this book yeah. to be really worth anything. So um, if you plan on buying a bunch to sell, I don't really think this book... I don't know. There's just too many copies out there. There's so many exclusives. I think this so book is one of those... It was a quick flip. If, if, if you could get it the day of, if you got a cover day of... You could easily have flipped it for twenty five to thirty bucks. Yeah, but I think yeah. It, it's gonna cool off. Yeah. Number two, beautiful, beautiful boss logic. One in twenty five, death metal, rise of the new god. Number one. Um, you know why this is so badass? It, I mean, obviously it's badass because look at it. Second, it's badass because it's boss logic and doesn't look anything like boss logic. Like fucking a. Too bad it's selling for so much. Selling for like seventy-five to sixty to seventy-five dollars. I'm not gonna pay that much for it, but I'll probably regret it because that is a sick ass cover, and I bet you it's tough and high grade. Unless it's like that card stock. Are the death metal? Are all the death metal uh, tie-ins card stock? Yes. Nope. I think they are. Yes, I think they are. Okay, if they are, then it's probably easy to get in high. Usually, grade, DC anything, um, anything that is. Uh, Variant is that cardstock. Okay. Good. Good. But yeah, this thing's uh 70, 60, 75 bucks. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah, maybe I'll sell mine. Number one. My one oh. of my biggest regrets yes. in comics is not buying this. One of my biggest regrets. 
Um, I'm not a huge Turtles fan, but this cover is, it just, man, it's good. It's really good. That thing when it was fucking released was like 70 bucks. Yeah, this is the last Ronin number one, the Aaron Bartling variant. Uh, now that it's live, uh, there's supposedly less than 300 or there's 300 out there. Um, they're selling for 550 a piece. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't there only 250? Like print run 250? No, 300 they're saying. Ugh, I don't buy it. Yeah. I didn't buy it either. It's too expensive. Yeah. Well, I mean, on the fucking, before it hit the shelf, they just fuck. It was selling I for, it. it was selling for like 250 right out the gate, man. Oh, it sold, sold. That's you could pre order. The, the pre order was, because I saw it on pre order and I could have bought one, but it was like 70, 80 bucks. I was like, fuck, man. The Peach Momoko one was like 700 bucks day one. Yeah. This one is gorgeous. I'd rather have the Peach Momoko 100 variant, though, um, than the last Ronin yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, so last Ronin, number one, uh, Aaron Bartling variant is number one this week. And it's going to be interesting to see next week. Probably going to hear more about that Luther Strode ridiculousness and uh, um, cyberpunk craziness on that, like, super rare variant that they have. Yeah. Um, it's going crazy, like $1,200 raw or something like that. It's nuts. Crazy. And then he just bails. <laughs> Guys. Yep. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Good to see you. <laughs> what Guys, the fuck? I'm the worst, y'all. Thanks, Brian. It's my brother's 18th today. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm the absolute worst. Um, my mom's like, here, go sign oh, a card. Like, I pressed oh. the wrong button. I hit instead of instead of uh, end screen, I hit leave that, studio. That's a way to make an end, an exit. Just wow, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. Fucking mic drop. Jesus Christ. I'm out of here. I thought you needed to get the drunken chat that quick. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I'm gonna go jump over there in here in a little bit and. Probably wow. uh, end out the night because I am fucking ripped and got a headache from hell. Even the <laughs> even the surprise comic variant is going for almost hundred bucks. For that last run, all those all those variants are going crazy. Yeah, they are. I knew they would. I like the Still one that I got. And I can't wait to get it in the mail. The hive one. Yeah. I can't even remember what it looks like. It's been so long. Should be two of them. There was one. One with, one without. One had the blood, one didn't. Did you buy both covers, Kyle, or did you just get the, the colored? I just got the colored. Because I know I ordered the set. I think you ordered the set too, didn't you, Chad? Yeah. And then I ordered the other. There's another one. Who was that from? I was broke when it came out. There was another one that I ordered that's got the white background and he's kind of coming down on all the Foot Clan, but the Foot Clan's all like shadow looking in the corner. Coming down on the Foot Clan. Go down and damn it, go down. All right, everybody, good night. (laughs) (laughs) Mic drop. I mean, now we're just eating ourselves. Yeah. Uh, Let's um, see here been a while since i've done this so amount of practice uh let's what? get a little bit of odd news there we go. tonight the six world 
daytime special with people just like you, only more pathetic. It's a bit nutty. You're crazy. You're crazy. Texas HOA orders woman to remove strip club inspired skeleton display from her Halloween th- decorations. How real is it? How realistic is it? Uh, so the Texas woman said her strip club inspired Halloween display features uh, seductively posed skeletons <laughs> and has raised eyes around her local homeowners association. I mean, it's like a white woman anyway. There's nothing there. Fuck, H.O.S. So it's like, it's like she, she built the stage. What'd he say? What'd you say, Corbin? I missed it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said that's basically a white woman anyway. Like, wow. I don't get, I don't get, I don't get the whole, oh, seductively posed. There's nothing there. What are we looking at? Like, <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wow. It just, yeah. You ever see no? Let's real quick. You see the ones that be on TikTok or whatever? They basically skeletons and they trying to show they contort like the Matrix to show a hump of a body they want to call a butt. Like nothing there, girl. You trying to make something out of nothing? It's like when guys like that that are that are insecure about their figure suck in so much that their shirt concaves and it's like, bro, we <laughs> know there's no six pack there. You're just sucking in and you're doing it too hard. Like. That's what when I see the skeleton. That's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, I move on. Just had to give that quick little rant. Little white TikTok girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I see it all the time, and it's like, bruh. Well, you went across my Instagram. And you're like, why? Why are you my? Why first off, why are you in my feed? Second off, girl, what are you doing? Like, they nothing there, and they trying to be like. <laughs> I like that he's demonstrating it for us. <laughs> I'm sorry. They just they just halfway curved in like a. Like a like a like a Siamese cat or or, or a piece of origami to, to, to showcase a butt that isn't there. But okay, I'm done. Black Leopard Mall's Florida man who paid 150 dollars to have a full contact experience. Well, at least he got his money's worth. <laughs> a 50 year old man has filed a lawsuit after a wildlife official say he was mauled by a captive black leopard in the backyard of an animal enclosure in South Florida. Dwight Turner, Dwight Turner paid $150 for a full contact experience. Is that our friend, Dwight? I don't know. Which allowed him to play with it, rub its belly, and take pictures. He must have rubbed it the wrong belly. (laughs) Rubbed the wrong belly. (laughs) I want the full fucking experience. Oh, I got the full experience. I'm suing. (laughs) <laughs> was he in a was he in a, a suit or was he like did he go no, in there with nothing on? Nothing on. He got mauled by it. Good. What a fucking mauled. I love seeing that shit. <laughs> Fuck him. What to happen, dude? You Fuck watch shit on TV. You're like, oh, they're in there with the tigers. Things Eater. a fucking Eater. wild Eater. animal that murders yeah. things with its face. Yeah. Fuck him. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. How it Fuck goes. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Leave them alone. Did you grow up? Did you raise that panther as from a cub, from like the youngest, littlest baby infant cub? Did you bottle feed that when its mother was dead? No. All right. No. Okay. Fucking go near it. You know why? Because it wants to eat you. It's gonna. If you don't know, you'll find out. Just like we found out. 
that Willis is German. He's fucking German. <laughs> we talk- <laughs> I'm the same, my friend. Uh, Florida hey, uh, man swings sword at jogger during fight over pile of trash. Not surprised, Florida. Lord have mercy. What are they drinking? Florida deputies are trying to find a man caught on camera swinging a sword at another man during fighting over a discarded cart that was part of a bulk trash pile. Dude, man, that's that's the money right there at Recycle. I'd be, dude, I'd, that fucking... I'd be fighting for it too, man. It's, it's, it's I was walking my dog um, last bulk trash and like I'm walking and I'm, you know, usually it's just like leaves and shit and one of my neighbors had a fucking basically brand new Dyson that just had fucking string tangled up in the in the the motor thing and I just pulled the string out brand new fucking Dyson we're totally drawing should have left it on the corner of their junk expensive I sold it I sold it for 150 bucks fucking ass there you go good on you Good on you, because those things are fucking junk. They're not, not the fancy, that's for sure. People love them, and they'll pay all day for them, man. You should have sold that thing for like 300 bucks. Yeah. Crash and burn. Pennsylvania family builds catapult, saying kids need to learn how to run after their candy. Um, <laughs> I, I concur. That's a gr- that dude's badass. I want to know who that dude is. But if the catapult is gonna fl- is gonna fling the kid, oh, it's gonna fling the candy. Yes. Oh, I was like, how are they gonna it's fly? Gonna, their it's gonna fling the kids towards. The I was candy. like, I was like, how are they gonna fly as they hurdle to the ground? Like, and when they land, like they're gonna have serious injuries. I don't know how you're walking after that. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. There hmm. we go. The Pennsylvania I'm family is excited. The Pennsylvania family is saying that the kids have been locked up in the house for months due to the coronavirus pandemic, not getting exercise. They need to get a little play. If we're going to give them sugary treats, they might as well work for it. I like it. I concur, but how big is said catapult? Like, are they are they running 50 feet or are they running like 500 feet? Are they running 5,000 feet? It's big enough. I have no I'm idea. Kidding. I'm pretty sure they're not running a mile. I'm just saying. It kind of reminds me of a, a conversation I was, I was having with my dad. With uh, a football field. <laughs> last weekend, yeah, is that he was like, man, I'm going to I'm gonna take a wrist rocket and just shoot. and be like, here, little kid, open hey, your candy bag. The bathroom and, is your own deal. And shoot it in their bag. And I was like, yeah, right. You're going to wait for them to walk down the street and just start trying to peg kids from the driveway yeah. with a wrist rocket full of candy. It's hey, Ethel, exactly watch this. Dude. I'm going to bank it off his forehead into his <laughs> yeah. fucking Candy bag. Yep. Candy bag can. Because. Nope. Ohio man holds Guinness Book of World Records for the biggest Ghostbusters collection. The Guinness World Record, for in case you're wondering, is 1,221 unique pieces of memorabilia from the Ghostbusters franchise. I was going to say, that's going to be one hell of a collection because I've seen some big collections on videos and stuff, and I'll bet that dude's got a fuck ton of shit. Um, yes, yes, he does. Because the candy man thinks that's a lot of shit. That is a lot of stuff. Dude, when I was buying that those Batman toys off the dude, off that dude. Can you zoom in on that picture? Uh... 
like mm -hmm. middle right mm -hmm. there's the carded figures if you can zoom in on that picture man those it's middle not. right carded figures from the 80s like the or the mid early 90s it's not letting me zoom in on it I remember that as a kid, man. And my brother fucking loved those. Don't you just hit control and then scroll your mouse? Let's see. Oh, look. There you go. You're smarter than me. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, it didn't, it didn't take much, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> go watch yep. Top Gun, fucker. That's awesome, dude. They're carded. Look at that. Wow. That's crazy. He's got like, some money in there. Looks like he's even got some signed stuff, too. Cool. Bet you he's single. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> You're well, even thought that was funny. funny. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta, this is the thing, though. I hate when people who support their fandoms, why are they all like... Like, you would think there's someone out there who can go, you know what? I'm with you on that. I like Ghostbusters as much as you do. Like, why did... Not only did Kyle say that I bet he's single, but, like, I hate it and I agree with you. Like, there has to be, like, I don't know. It just doesn't bode well for my fandoms, you know? Dude, I met – I don't know. I don't remember how I met the dude. I met him online. Oh, I bought, like, a toy off of him on eBay, and I saw that he lived in – it said Phoenix, Arizona. So I messaged him and asked him if I could – if he had any more shit for sale. And he's like, yeah, dude, I live in Tempe. And I was like, cool. Dude, you walked, you walked into his bedroom. It wasn't like his master bedroom, but it was like his other bedroom. And there was like 10 times more Batman shit in there. And I was just buying his like shit, like that, his overrun stuff that was just in his garage mm -hmm. that he didn't want to display anymore because he got better shit. And dude, like, there was like, if it was a 10 by 10 room, he had so much Batman shit in there. It was like, it was like a four. It was like a four by four square that he sat in in the middle, and it was just nothing but Batman shit all around, just like coming in on him like a fucking like. It was crazy. That dude was pretty cool though. Wow, he was probably <laughs> single too, wasn't he? Nah, dude. Yeah, he lived with his girlfriend. Oh. I think she was the one making him sell all the shit in the garage. Oh well, I mean, see, you either you either. What live single or, or you know date long enough to sell all your fan? Or you live long enough to become the seller of the toys? Or you find a badass chick that's into the same shit you are? I'm telling you, Brian. The older I get, man, that just doesn't seem like a possibility. I feel you, brother. Feel great way, Buffalo. What? It's a great way, Buffalo. Oh Tatanka. yeah. Because I'm with you. Like I, I get y'all, and I agree. And it's just like, well, damn. Anyway, not to get off that side. There has to be some more odd news to raise it up. <laughs> and My the bad. last <laughs> piece of odd news is Norwegian officials apologize for making 2020 an hour longer. So they're, pro they they're apologizing for daylight savings time. They should. Yes. That's all I got for that. They That's should. it for odd Here. news this week. There we go. Mostly depressing. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen. I will see you guys. Wait, wait, wait. Hang out for a couple minutes. We're okay. all, oh yeah, yeah, we're, we're yeah. All right, well, Matt, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not, dude. Uh, all right, you guys, got any, you guys got anything this else we're talking about? Weeks, this week? We're gonna crash and burn. Nah, See, that's, you said it. Nah, you said it. Nah, <laughs> two weeks. This is why we're gonna crash and burn. A pulse on the time. I I have pointed out every reason why tonight. 
There it is. It's there. You've pointed out every reason why what? We're going to crash and burn There's in two no weeks. Crashing and bur There's nothing happening in two weeks. There's something happening in two weeks. There's you just don't know. nothing happening yet. in two weeks. The pulse. The pulse of the nation is there. I it's trust not Kyle. There. All right, You're well, trusting Matt, the wrong Matt, person. Have you, have you found what to do now? Because you know what You're to do. You're trusting the wrong person. I know what to Matt. do. <laughs> I know exactly what to do. Thank you. Kyle, right. we trust. I'm giving there you the go. option to say anything else. Anyone Kyle, have anything else to see? No? All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching tonight um, and hanging out in the chat. It's been great. If this is your first time finding us on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe so you know when we get out of all of our content. Um, if you guys want to listen to this playback on Monday, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us reviews. It goes a long way to help us in the podcasting standings. Um, and for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Flipside Kyle. I'm uh, Corbin the Corbin. <laughs> and I'm Brian. And we'll see you guys next time. In Top Gun, we trust. A movie you've never seen. <laughs>